back. Bleh. All right. Cancel. What? Start over. Bleh. I almost, I almost said welcome black. Oh. <laughs> and they're clearly not welcome. Oh. Bleh. Just kidding. Everyone's welcome. <laughs> Shut up! We don't tolerate racism around here. All right. <laughs> we do not welcome look down. back to the Electronic Gaming Mostly podcast. Good news, everyone. I have a new name. It's Milk Toast Mike. Write it down. That's great. Buy my merch. Permanent. Swear, swear on his mom. Yes, this is the last time. There's absolutely nothing that can be deemed offensive about it. I've already gotten like 10 new views to my page organically on Facebook without even trying. <clears throat> oh, Milk Toast. We, we like that Basic guy. names. Yeah, well, yeah, but I've been People trying to think People love humility, you know? Yeah, and I'm often humiliated. See, the thing Some is, is we were going to go with Vanilla Mike. Um, but even though there's no one named Vanilla Mike on Twitch, it would not let me pick that name. Yeah, but you know, I like Milk Toast Mike because you can do like cool logos that are like MTM, shit like that, you know. But I'm not uh, going to. No, well, it's great. Eventually... All, my, all my artwork well, Later on is... down the road, your artwork will change because that's how you do, right? You, you eventually change your old artwork. I don't know. I think it's pretty iconic. No, it's I great because I could be I could be super lazy and untalented, and it totally works with the theme I got going. My my font that I use is Career. It's available everywhere. You're never going to come across a program or an app that's like, "Ooh, we don't have Career." Everyone has Career. <laughs> Notepad has Career. Okay, so I don't have to worry about that. And the I logo think is just Mike is way better than Vanilla Mike. It's the same concept, but better. Yeah, and the initials are MT Mike. Which is appropriate because I'm empty on the inside. Blanket. Sixty-nine. <laughs> so yeah, um, if for some reason the only content you absorb from us is this podcast, um, then you know Odd don't be confused buddy. when you see you know a different name on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter. Hey I, man, I watch the Joe Rogan podcast, but I don't give a fuck about his commentating. You know what I mean? Mostly because I don't watch uh, people fight each other. And it's not that I'm against people fighting each other. I'm all for it, especially to the death. But um, as you see, you know, it's never been my thing to watch people box or fight. It's just whatever. I mean, it's kind, kind of, of fun. I'm just not it's kind of really into it. And uh, when he has his maybe MMA show, like, I don't watch Maybe that, if but... it's like uh, a white guy versus a black guy, then I can get behind it, you know. So yeah, and after the name change, I redid all my social media, redid the stream stuff, redid some of the podcast stuff. So you may see a different logo. Um, you may actually be able to find us pretty soon on Google, the Google podcast thing, Amazon Music or Audible on Spotify, Pandora. I'm trying to get the podcast submitted to all those places, but it takes weeks or months to get approved and stuff. So uh, tell your friends. And if not, you can always just find us on like one of the third party apps. Like I use Podcast Addict, it just pulls from everywhere. And uh yeah, that's that's the big news. Don't be confused. So now you can you can call me whatever you want. You can call me milk toast, you can call me Mike. My real name is Mike. It's finally out of the bag. Yeah, big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the most common name from for males born in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. So there you go. I share my name with royalty. Miller? Trump. <laughs> Donald. I mean, it's not Donald, but 
Well, <clears throat> I didn't know we were dropping things. last names. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Jesus Christ. I realized that like the email address that's not really that private connected to all my accounts has my last name in it. So it really wouldn't be that hard to find mine. I was this close to saying your last name out of spite. But it's okay. I felt like. See, right now, when we're trying to get noticed, it's okay to have all your personal information out there. It's afterwards when there's too many people and everyone knows who you are, where you don't want people to find you. I think that's that's my problem. I mean, it doesn't matter. My wife can't help herself but to take a fucking picture of every place that we go. So all they'd have to do is know who my wife is and then immediately like, oh, I know exactly where this fucking guy lives. Yeah. Like we could we could move out to Japan on the edge of a mountain. Uh, there's this guy I watch on YouTube, okay? And he lives in Oregon. I know he lives in Oregon cuz he's talked about the Oregon fire fu- fires at Wise Road around for the past couple of days dealing with the Oregon fires. Cuz he used to work as a fire ranger or whatever, putting out forest fires. <clears throat> and then now he's like lives on his own homestead and does everything on his own and shit like that. But the thing is He's got a mountain in the background. And he calls it Mount Fuji. Now, unless I'm an idiot and there's actually a Mount Fu- Fuji in Oregon, I'm pretty sure he's doing that so as not to say the actual name of the mountain so that you can look up and find exactly where he lives using Google Earth or something. Problem is... You can see him giving the satellites a middle finger. Problem is, all you have to do is find a couple of mountains in Oregon and then just pan around them till you get the same exact angle and boom, you found the guy. I don't understand why people do that. You know, people come to PewDiePie's house not because he gave out of his dress, but because he went outside and recorded video. You know what I mean? You just, you can't do that. If you're that popular, you can't do that. So anyway, um, help us get popular is the moral of the story. Yeah. I'll tell you anything. Come to my house number. So anyway, there's two things I want to talk about real quick, and you'll probably go off on a tangent, and so will I. Uh, Two things that I saw on Facebook this morning. So, are we going bro, straight to politics, or are we even any video games whatsoever? <laughs> Should we do video games first? Well, I just I gotta like? I gotta get these two things off my chest first, nope. and then uh, we can go back and forth. That's not like we have a plan. Well, I mean, typically we do games first for the people that don't want to do anything with politics. Well, but, we will. I mean, There's not a whole lot of new games we've been playing. So, and Monty's not here to talk about how much he hates Divinity. So, well, uh, I'm sure he'll jump in halfway through and not talk the entire time. Yeah. Okay, so this is a post from someone I went to high school with. She's a lesbian. It's fine. There's He's a lesbian? No, she. Oh. Because you can be a he and a lesbian now. I found out that on Twitter the other day. He slash him lesbians. Now, I'm just mentioning that for, for context. Because, like I said, I haven't talked to this person since high school. And I know that. Just by occasionally seeing Facebook posts. So, she says... Okay, this right here makes me actually I'll 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 tell you what the post is and then the response. So the post is a bunch of um white women with Black Lives Matter signs and it says mentally unstable, self-hating white women are the core of BLM. And it's just a picture of all these people with their fists in the air and they look like something out of Mad Max. They got like leather tank tops on and shaved heads and yeah. Yeah. So it says, uh, the post, okay, this right here makes me sick. 
not only do I know the person that posted this, but they are, quote, family. I am so embarrassed. This not only shows how racist they are, but also how less they think of women and mental disorders. I am ashamed and have no idea how anyone on this earth could be so hateful and rude. I am educated. I pay my own bills. I have a very good job and make very good money. I am married and I just bought my own house and am a very passionate supporter of BLM. I also suffer with anxiety and depression. That in no way, shape, or form has anything to do with my views. I apologize for this picture. For anyone that it may hurt, this is not right. This person has no business posting this. Anxiety and depression are not mental disorders. Everyone has anxiety from time to time, and everyone has depression from time to time. It's called being a human in a civilized world. Well, no, it's just I mean, the way it works. Depression is a mental disorder. It's just to, to which everybody sure goes through bouts of depression depending on what's going on in their life. It's not a mental disorder. A mental disorder is something that you are stuck with. A mental disorder is like Tourette's. It's not something you get to choose to have or something that gets better as your uh, as more money comes into your life or more friends come into your life. Depression is literally solved with better friends or better times. Depression is a byproduct of That's not true times. for everyone. That is true. There's it's nobody that's true. suffering from depression because of no reason at all. Yes, there is. That's not true. <laughs> it is true. It's not. Okay, whatever, man. That's not even the point of this. As I mean, I've had depression. Everybody's I, had depression. No, but I'm saying I've had depression and got out of it. There are some people who can't. There are some people who are rich and famous who have depression and can't get out yes, of it. Yes, because it's not always about money. Everybody gets depressed over different things. Yeah, and sometimes a it lot of times it's away. a loneliness thing. Okay, so for example. Every time you see these shows where they send people out into the wilderness to survive, all of these people, despite getting half a million dollars at the end of the thing that would help them immensely, they tap out left and right because of the depression that is brought up from just being alone. Humans can't be alone. It's a, it's a problem with our brains where if we're alone for too long of a period of time, we actually start getting dementia and shit like that. You literally aren't okay, able as We're a human, not disagreeing about that. There can be outside factors that lead well, to I'm depression. Well, I'm just saying that like people but, that have a lot of money and get depressed, typically that's because of loneliness and shit like that. Okay, but the way it works is even if something triggers depression, if you don't do anything about it and you're in it for too long, it can affect how your brain works, the chemical composition of your brain long term. I still have the after effects of depression sometimes. And it, yeah, I mean, you can I think that's just fake called it. common depression when you have those after effects i mean but i'm saying as far as i go i like mine wasn't that bad i mean i didn't kill myself but there are people who go their whole life close to i was questioning killing myself when i had panic attacks at at the height of that shit i would walk everybody would be asleep in my house i'd walk around i lived in a gated fucking apartment complex where a bunch of next to a university so it was a bunch of college kids and it was in Florida. So I would walk at like three in the morning around this complex and just be completely depressed about it. And there were a couple times where I thought about it. I thought about the idea of it because in my mind it was like, is this how it's always going to be? I'm always going to have this shit. Yeah. And some people and do. Even, even now I can sit back and have moments where 
I don't really, I, I even, it can even just be a nighttime thing. Like everybody's asleep and nobody, nobody's uh, streaming anything and I can't find anything good to watch. And it just, I feel lonely and I feel that kind of creeping in slightly that, that lonely feeling. And you, I just push back against it, recognizing that it's just me, you know, allowing this, this idea of loneliness to be, to, to, to blanket over everything else that's been great that day or that's going to be great tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I would argue that that's not how your brain is supposed to work. Therefore mental. Disorder. I think your brain is supposed to work that way. I think it's a, it's a drive for humans to want to be around each other and take care of each other. Well, and not really. Cause when I had it, I didn't want to be around anyone at all. Well, again, there's certain different things that can cause depression. It's not always loneliness. I'm just talking about specifically loneliness. I think even the even people that don't like other people, once they get alone and don't have, I mean, yeah, we like to sit here and say that we don't like people, but we like our wives. We like each other. We like Monty somewhat. <laughs> but, you know, we don't like everybody. But at the same time, if 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 one of us were to put all those people out of our lives, our wives, our friends, and just sit around, eventually we'd get to missing people. We'd want to have somebody around just to, just to say, hey, did you see that shit Biden said today? Anything like that. I think that's one of the leading causes of depression, in my opinion. Yes, it's true that depression can be caused by like, you know, not being able to pay bills on time. You know, that's that's a lot of stress that can lead to depression or drug usage. Uh, you know, being addicted to drugs and recognizing that it's a problem and that you're causing problem to people around you. There's a lot of aspects for depression, but I personally, I mean, obviously doctors would disagree because everything's a mental disorder now, but I personally still believe in the old concept, the George Carlin concept, you know, like the shell shock and all that shit. Like it's, it's not this thing that affects you for no reason. I think there's always an underlying reason for it. I don't think oh, people sure, but what like, if that underlying reason is just a fuck up in brain chemistry? I don't know that there's any evidence of that though, because you know we can see that with Tourette's or something, how it's like your brain is fucked up, you know. But I mean, again, there's probably doctor information out there where like, yeah, you could totally get hit in the head, and and does that? I don't know about brain chemistry, maybe like a a hit on the head or something. I know that like. My dad had a stroke and he's recovering right now in a, a what do you call it? A rehabilitation and it's looking good and all that shit. And he's getting a lot of his functions back. And, uh, but it's affected his brain to where here's a guy that I've never seen cry in my life. Now he just randomly cries. He can't help it. Right. It's just a thing where his brain's rewiring and reprogramming. And it just, for some reason, he'll just fucking, I mean, maybe not though. Maybe he's just, Maybe it's moments of him being scared, and then he doesn't want to say that he's scared, so he'll just be like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why I'm crying. I've had it. I have anxiety over certain things, and I had depression, and it's still not all the way gone. But I know that it's not as easy as telling someone to cheer up. Like that's. I'm not saying it's as as easy as telling. I never said that. What I'm saying is like, I don't think that you have depression in the sense that you are afflicted with a depression that not everybody else has. I think everybody has differing levels of depression from time to time on various factors of their life. And and just because it reoccurs doesn't mean that it's a mental disorder, in my opinion. I mean, I still have panic attacks. I don't, a lot of people that have panic attacks, they get on, 
things like Ativan and shit like that. They take a drug for it to calm them or something like that when they get it. I still have panic attacks very rarely. I can recognize it immediately. It's a, it's a shot of adrenaline. It's almost like when something serious happens or something like that, that feeling you get and this adrenaline shoots through you and then you get the jitters afterwards. That's panic attacks. And those used to be something that would happen for like 10, 20 to fit 20 to 25 minutes at a time. Like it would be drawn out for 25 minutes of me just a dr- pumped full of adrenaline and shaking and freaking out. And are you, would you say that when that happens, you are mentally stable? Cause that's what the post said mentally unstable. Well, that's, that's again, that's panic attacks. That's a, that's well, I a can tell you that problem in, where in the, my the, brain triggered this idea that, Oh fuck. It, it stems from, I've, I spent a lot of my young life not thinking about death. I mean, I knew it was a thing, but I, I wasn't thinking about ideas of sudden. I, it, I was completely oblivious to the idea that it could happen to me. And I was playing Metal Gear Solid 2, sitting down, replaying it for another time or whatever. I had just gotten high, and I smoked a cigarette. I, I, went, I went and got a cigarette, sat down in my room on the floor, and I could feel my heart beating in my chest. Never had felt that in my life. It didn't hurt. I could just feel it thumping in my chest. Like I, like when you run for a long period of time and then stop and then sit down and you can feel your heart beating. That's what it felt like. Yet I had done none of that shit. I was just sitting. So I, having no information about anything, just assumed it was a heart attack. But I didn't know what I should be feeling. So I, I get up and go ask my mom about it. And I'm not panicking until she panics. She feels my chest and she panics calls my aunt because my aunt was a nurse, all this shit. Everything's fine for a month. And then it happens again, almost exactly a month later. And that's when it like rolled over in my brain, this idea that this was a thing that can happen. And I started, it was more the panic attack itself. I was afraid of because I didn't know what was going on after months of going to doctors and shit like that. I come to the, I, I start learning about what this is. And this is, this is back in like 2003, Nobody knew what the fuck panic attacks were. I was going to doctors and they were having my parents leave the room asking if my parents abused me and shit like that because they they had no idea what this was. You know, I had doctors prescribe me all kinds of shit. I got on Ativan, took that for a while. Now, this is right after this happened, I got really serious about health. You know, I was already a conspiracy theorist, so I didn't like drinking tap water. I started drinking only water. I wouldn't drink anything else. I started exercising all the time, keeping myself in shape. I wouldn't eat certain foods. I wouldn't eat fast food. I wouldn't use a microwave. Like I was really retardedly <laughs> stupid when it came to certain things. You know, I, I was just, just all this kind of shit that was uneducated decision making. And, but I did learn a lot about panic attacks. And over the process of it, I came to the conclusion that the only way to get over panic attacks was to accept that I can do nothing about sudden death. Literally nothing I can do, but keep myself in good shape. That's all I can do. If I'm going to have an aneurysm or if I'm going to have a heart attack, the only thing I can do is try to keep myself healthy to prevent that as much as possible. But if it were to happen, there's no point in panicking because the only people that can help me are a phone call away. And the less panicky you are, the better. And when my dad had his uh, stroke, naturally, I, you know, I had adrenaline running through me when my mom came to tell me about it and I had to go downstairs and 
you know, everybody's panicking and I'm the only one making sane fucking decisions. Like, like, why are you up here talking to me instead of immediately calling an ambulance? You know, but even though that was happening, I still had the adrenaline. You know, you get the shakes afterwards. That's the same thing panic attacks have, except it's happening for no reason other than you 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 panic yourself. It's a, it's a mental problem where you just it's it stems from a hypochondriac concept of oh fuck what was that like I would sit back and like you know sometimes you'll sit back and like a neck bone will crack because you turned your head or something and you can hear it in the back of your head like a clink or something like that. That kind of shit would drive me crazy because I'd be like oh fuck is this it is that it? Did a fucking aneurysm just burst into? Because I was stupid. I didn't educate myself on all those things. And part of it was because I was afraid to educate myself on it. I was afraid that if I would read about it, then it would look like I had it. So then I would be even more prone to it. So a lot of it was just playing ignorance. And some of it was education, uh, the process of education. And to give you an example, even after my dad had a stroke, you know, I was, I'm not in great shape, but you know, I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, man, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was something that was obviously in the back of my mind about something like that happening to me also. Like that's, you know, it's not unheard of for people that are 35 to have things like that. Um, and it just, you know, it's this kind of thing that worries you because my, my, uh, my grandmother died of an aneurysm. My, uh, my aunt has blood clot problems. My father, even though it wasn't an aneurysm, they when they looked at his head, he, they found aneurysms. And a lot of that comes from smoking. And it's easy to sit here as somebody that, that has panic attacks and think, yeah, that might that's likely a lot of smoking. My grandma smoked a lot until she got older. My aunt still smokes. My dad is hopefully is going to just quit smoking. He's talked about it. Uh, there's no telling once you make it past a certain point because people kind of, after, after some death thing, deathly thing happens to people, even if it's not death, if it's something like your teeth or something like that, you have to get a tooth pulled. You're like, I'm never not brushing my teeth ever again. And then you might slack off or something or alcohol, you know, people that people that fucking wake up with feeling like shit from a hangover. I'm never drinking again. And then a couple like next week, it's all because it's out of their mind already. So who knows? But it could be hereditary. And that is obviously in the back of my head a lot. And it it can lead to panic attacks. I haven't had well, one in a while, I mean, but. So you're saying it's not a mental disorder if it has a cause? No, I'm think I'm saying that panic attacks is an example of a of a, a a disorder because there's there's not much you can do about it because it's caused your brain to wire a certain way. Like, yeah, well, it's the same lo- thing. With but depression. at the same time, at the same time, I have overcome panic attacks without medication through the acceptance of not being fucking worried about, I mean, I have family members that have panic attacks and they constantly ask me, hey, can you tell me how you don't have to worry about it all the time? Cause they'll get a panic attack and it'll shut them down the whole day. And I'm just like, listen, you just gotta, you gotta let it go because there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you know, it helps isn't me going to help. And you know, it's fun. Attacks. What? I was going to say, you know, it helps me with panic attacks. Hmm gonna sound weird but uh zequil and jerking off serious 100 <laughs> percent. all right so rub one out i don't well, really understand what the, what the well i'm getting I'm, I'm getting to the point here so some people some people their panic attacks are 
caused by different things. It's not always a hypochondriac situation where people are afraid of death or something like that. For some people, panic attacks can be something that's happening to somebody, like like they get an, a call about somebody or, or a, a, a loved one doesn't call after a certain, and is just kind of not responding for an hour or two and they start it panicking. That's an emotional overreaction to what's happening. And I'm saying the solution to that for a lot of people is pills, but I am an example of how a solution to that is also just kind of letting it go and not worrying so much. Now that's panic attacks. Obviously that's not going to apply with something like Tourette's because Tourette's is a serious, a, a way more serious mental illness. So it's hard for me to call panic attacks, a mental disorder. I mean, by definition, that's what it is because it's just, your it's like a subconsciousness part of your brain is fucking with you more so than your consciousness or maybe it's the other way around i'm I, whatever uh i can't smoke weed because when i smoke weed i over evaluate and i immediately get a panic attack i cannot control panic attacks when i smoke weed that's why i can't i don't smoke weed today because i choose to <laughs> i smoke weed because i can't it has a negative effect on me that i can't control myself so it's I don't know if that's a thing where my consciousness is blocking my subconsciousness and it's like a back and forth that happens. Well, I mean, have you ever brain... considered that the way you have panic attacks on weed is just how other people have panic attacks and it's just not possible for them? To... I don't know. It's sure. I mean, that is a possibility. That's why I'm not that's why I'm not quick to say that it's not a mental disorder. Um, there could be different levels of it. We We don't understand the brain completely to know that. I just. I think depression is a weird thing because unlike panic attacks, there certainly are a lot of people that have panic attacks, but not everybody has panic attacks. Everybody has anxiety, which is a form of panic attack. But panic attacks feel like anxiety. It's a similar feeling. You know, it's it's um, it's hard to describe, but the best way I could describe it is like whenever you get jump scared, but it, you know, that goes on for 20 or more minutes, you know, for some people, for me, my panic attacks have come to the point now where it'll be just like a jump scare. It'll happen. I'll immediately recognize what it is and I'll calm down within 60 seconds or less. And then I'll just ride out the adrenaline and then, you know, just try to do something depending on how serious it was. Uh, but I rarely have them maybe once every couple years or something like that now where when I was first getting them, I was getting them every day almost for for uh, several years before I was able to get over it. And that's like the anxiety. It's hard for me to say anxiety is a mental disorder because I think that's just a natural human thing. I think all humans have anxiety. And if we're going to start classifying something that everybody has as a mental disorder, then what's a mental disorder? A mental disorder is supposed to be something that's not common. It's not normal in humans. That's why it's a disorder. So if everybody gets, you know, depression, I wouldn't call that a disorder. Now, there could be something that causes the depression that is the disorder, is what I'm saying. So like the panic attacks can be the thing that causes you to be depressed. And that's the disorder. You know, that's what I'm saying. Well, is I disagree just because I think... Uh... Like there's a difference between just going through a depression period and having depression. I don't know, man. I guess we'll have to just disagree on that one. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there's 
a neuroscientist and shits out there that'll just tell me that I'm wrong. But it just seems weird that something that everybody gets would be considered a disorder. Um, I don't know. Well, a disorder sure my... would be something that shouldn't happen in a healthy human, right? So, sure. Pretty sure my therapist low key diagnosed me with uh, depression without telling me. <laughs> Every, I mean, I, I don't know because I, I was. You don't originally... even seem like a depressed person. Is the thing. Like oh, I don't. I no, know, I don't. but everybody has that. I've again, I've had bouts of depression. I mean, like months ago, I had bouts of depression. Like it, it just happens. I don't. I'm well, just saying, I'm saying. I don't know if I don't... it's a disorder necessarily. Well, I'm not underplaying it. It's certainly not something that's it's fun hard, or it, good. It's hard to describe to people who have never had it. I mean, just because you you go through it and oh, it's over with in a couple of days. That's well, I mean, like there's the mildest form. types of depression, I guess. Because I was in it for like three years, and it's this weird mindset where, like, you you don't want to do anything. It's hard to just get out of bed. Everything sucks. People try to cheer you up, and it makes it worse. You don't want to hang out with anyone because you feel like you're a burden on them. And well, here's here's where I'll agree with you: is that. Some people there have it their whole lives. I mean, look at Robin Williams. There are certainly depression disorders that are not just, I wouldn't call them depression. I don't think we should just call it depression blanket like we do. I think we should stick with the specifics, the specific variants of depression that are major depressive disorders or clinical depression, uh, as it would be called. I mean, this list here, as an example, talks about um, persistent depressive disorder. It's called dys- dysythmia. Is a depressed mood that lasts for at least two years. A person diagnosed with persistent depressive disorder may have episodes of major depression along with periods of less severe symptoms. But symptoms must last for two years to be considered persistent depressive disorder. And see, that's important. This is what I'm talking about. Just saying depression is a disorder, I think, will lead to people going, oh, yeah, I have a well, disorder. Well, you went down a rabbit hole. It, it never says okay, that. Okay, yes, that's true. But... A lot of people just considered their basic depression as being a part. It's this weird thing where people want to be a part of a community now. So everybody's like, list your disorders and shit. And they'll put stuff like Crohn's or depression. Like some of these things Look, are certainly all, serious. Like, the only point I'm trying to make is, is this yes, all came terrible. from a Facebook post. Would you say that someone, let's say, just has <clears throat> anxiety more than normal and depression more than normal to the point where well, if they're a doctor would depressed, that's serious. Yeah. And would you say those people are mentally stable? No, I wouldn't say okay. the people with clinical so, depression are mentally. This person stable. posted this and said she's offended by a post of a bunch of white people raising their fists with Black Lives Matter signs, saying mentally unstable, self-hating white women are the core of BLM, and then goes on to say that she supports BLM and that she suffers with anxiety and depression. Well, if she really suffers from depression, if she suffers from actual depression and not just, hey, I'm depressed, if she's clinically depressed, then yes, she's. She, now, is she self hating? I don't know. It sounds like she's got a pretty good life, but if, you, if she's depressed, it doesn't matter how good of a life it looks like you have. You still it's feel ironic. like you hate what yourself. What you're saying is it's ironic because she lists herself as depressed and she's a white woman and she supports BLM, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, That's all I'm trying to say. Which is ridiculous. Well, it's fine that we got onto a conversation. I think that's an important discussion to have is too many people try to lump themselves in with people that have serious problems. Like, 
I, I 100% agree with you that, you know, things like persistent depressive disorder, postpartum depression, uh, psychotic depression, um, bipolar disorder, these are all real clinical depressions. But it's your just average the, the, the only way that I can really everybody. describe it, because I'm sure there are people who had way worse depression than I had. But it would be like if there's a car sitting on your chest and someone just came over and was like, just lift it off. You have muscles. The car's a physical object. There's no reason yeah, why I you also, can't just lift it off. Now, sometimes sometimes it's like, you know, a 10-pound weight, and sometimes it's a fucking skyscraper, depending on the person, I assume. Well, I also agree Some people that, can lift it off um, themselves, and some people can't. I also agree that people shouldn't be going around just telling people, like, just stop being depressed. That's stupid. Even if it's just regular depression, I do think it's a good thing to tell people that, listen, you're depressed now, but... There are good times in your life. You need to, to you know, recognize those. Try, trying to talk to people. But just saying stop being depressed is stupid. No, Even I think the most helpful thing you can do, actually, is just remind people that if they have depression, that they are not a burden. And if they are a burden, then just fuck off and don't talk to them. But if they're not, just be like, look, we, we like hanging out with you. You're, yeah, not you're not a burden. You're not a burden. But also, you know, don't forget the good times. There's a lot of good times. You know, it, it's hard for people. I think the reason why depression, everybody has some form of depression is because it's it's like, it's kind of like the, the Nicolas Cage effect is what I like to call it. Nicolas Cage can make a lot of good movies, and then he makes a couple bad ones, and people are like, uh, suddenly all of these good moments don't matter. What? Everybody always talks like, Nicolas Cage, what happened? It's called a paycheck, man. You can't always do a fucking perfect movie. Even Kevin Costner did Waterworld, which I thought was an There are okay some people movie. that I would say are considered B-list actors nowadays that used to be A-list actors. Nicolas Cage is one of them. He's yeah. not first build but on any big movies anymore, you, really. You don't get to like ignore <clears throat> all the good shit he did just because of some of the bad I mean, just imagine if Gary Oldman did a couple of bad films tomorrow, like started suddenly doing bad films. Are we going to write off all the amazing shit he's done? That's crazy. That's that's what depression is for the average person. The average person's depression, just everyday depression that everybody gets, or or every you know every now and then depression. I think is a problem where people are just they're looking at the now. Like my 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 uncle killed himself because he was going through a bout of depression, where drugs and he was having a fallout with his wife and his you know because of the drug use, nobody wanted to take him in. And he felt that he was a burden on people. But at the same time, he had forgotten all the good things that had happened in his life. I mean, your life is probably 80% good times. And you just don't think about it because that's the normal. You know, you're not. I mean, we were my dad had a stroke. And that same night we played Divinity. Okay, and there was a moment. Like, obviously, I'm thinking about it the whole time. I'm not the kind of person that gets overly emotional and cries over things. And I'm kind of weird in that I prepare for stuff. I've already had my moments where I've sat back and got a little emotional thinking about my parents, the fact that my parents are going to die one day. So I've kind of prepared myself for things like that. So I wasn't like, you know, worried necessarily. I mean, obviously, I was worried, but I wasn't sitting here. I wasn't like my mom who was breaking down and things like that, you know. Um, my wife, she would break down the moment her parents were in the hospital. I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. Uh, I, I deal with it in different ways. And, you know, even though, yeah, I'm, I mean, even though I'm that kind of person, 
you know, as somebody said once, like, be the person at the at the funeral that doesn't cry because everybody else is going to look to you for strength. I think that's important. That you have to have people around that people can look to for that kind of support and stuff like that. But at the same time, I, it's in the back of my head. It's it's difficult to enjoy things. It's kind of like a, it's a kind of sick to your stomach feeling you get. Um, you know, sometimes when my wife was living in Malaysia and I was dating her, she would come home at the same time every day. And we, and we pretty much just would always be on Skype together, webcamming each other, just constantly, basically like we're living in person. We just didn't have physical contact. And the thing was, sometimes, rarely, there would be these occasions where she just wouldn't, she wouldn't be home on time and it'd be like four to five hours later and not a single text or something like that. And it turned out like her phone died and she was at her aunt's house or something and couldn't get like whatever. But during that period of time, I'd be sick to my stomach worried. That's a similar feeling I had with my dad at certain intervals throughout that night. But when we were sitting there playing divinity, I caught myself at one point where we had been playing for a while and I just had this realization, oh yeah, my dad's in the hospital. So that was an example of one of those, it was a good time that we were having that was making me forget about any negative shit going on in my life. And I think people typically are having those moments most of the time in their day. Most of the time in your day, you're either busy with something that's entertaining or fun or just work, busy work, whatever, that makes you not think about your bills or, you know, the, your dad's health or what, what have you, the fucking Joe Biden being elected, whatever, whatever the fuck it is that might worry you. If you got TDS and it's Trump, like just stop looking at Twitter for a little bit and maybe you'll be less upset all the time is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's that easy. A lot of people are clinically depressed, but I think, the 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 sad part about things is like my my uncle killed himself despite all of the good things in his life and if he could have just gotten over that hump through remembering what's important in life and things like that it he he might be around and have lived a long life of enjoying things who knows where things can go you never know i mean again this my uncle that killed himself he's like he was a fucking truck driver with a fucking doctor disrespect mustache and he looked like that guy that's in those pornos now that's got like the fucking Dr. Disrespect mustache. He, wear, he wore like the big fucking cop glasses and shit and drove a semi truck. You know, that guy was a man's man. He was buff and had like the fucking parted hair to the side. You know, back in the 1990s, he was dressing like it was still the 80s with his brown striped shirt and his blue jeans and his big belt buckle, cowboy boots. That was my uncle. And then at one point in his life, he went and lived on a reservation lost a ton of weight, uh, like really fucking skinny, like skinnier than fucking Chris Angel skinny, like just skinny as fuck, and grew his hair out long and was just the most hippiest fucking person. He went from that, which is co the complete opposite of a hippie, to a fucking hippie hanging himself by fucking hooks, you know, doing that kind of shit where they, hook the, they put hooks in their back and hang to... to to, you know, while they're doing peyote and shit. And then all of those good times that he had and all the good times before that just forgotten as he blew his fucking brains out in my aunt's house because he had 
I don't know, about with depression for a year or something like that. And it's it's tough. I get it. But well, that'll change. that'll segue into uh, this other thing, and then that'll segue into the rest of it. So the and other post I wanted to just talk to finish about off. Quick. I think it's important to remember that things change. Nothing is ever going to be the same. Always remember that. All right. So my other idiot friend, who I really want to block, but again, it, it feels like I'd be burying my head in the sand. Sure. You got to see uh, what the enemy posted. This uh, thing from Mister Rogers Guillotine Emporium poster based in Canada. An economist went to a construction site in Ohio, a key swing state, and this is what they found. So there's a quote here. He's done a great job. He's got everyone back to work. I'm pretty much 100% for him, said Kyle, a 30-year-old electrician. He shoots his mouth off, but at least that shows he's honest, said Jason, a pipe fitter, who said he especially liked Mr. Trump's commitment to reducing the national debt. He's done more for our country than the past 10 presidents put together, said an older builder, Jeff, skimming wet concrete on a new road. That's a lot of presidents. He's made, who is it, China or Japan? Pay our farmers billions of dollars. He got health care done, which the Democrats could never do. He built the wall. And my idiot friend said, these people need to be put in camps and deprogrammed from their brainwashing. Wow, what a, what a rebuttal. Yeah. These the people need to be friend. put in camps. The problem with your friend is that your friend is an emotional voter where every single fucking, my sister's like this. And listen, I like my sister. Okay. She's, she's family. I like her as a person. I don't think she's a terrible person. I just think that a lot of people are like this, where they look at thing election pro they look at like, um, voting, uh, situations like ideas and, whatever bullet point you want to put on a ballot. And they're like, yes, everything has to be on the checklist. If you're if I like 10 out of 10, no eights out of 10. If I get to eight and you're not for abortion, boom, you're off the list. Doesn't matter if you were eight out of 10. And what these people don't understand is that the only time you're going to have the perfect president is to run yourself. Okay. So what you witness there are people that are being asked about what they like about the president and they're giving a single example. Well, also the thing is like, like, this this is not a bunch of these people brainwashed into liking the president. This is a guy who used to walk the job sites and ask these people what they were worried about. And then he did something about them. And now look at, they like that he did that stuff. But the thing is, is what it doesn't even matter about, about that part. Cause I don't even know about how, what he's done for healthcare really. Um, well, Trump's policy is just going around asking people what he should do. That's literally what he did when he was campaigning. The reason why he didn't have any kind of idea for a border wall. He, he, if you look back at his candidacy running for the Republican nomination, he didn't say anything about a border wall until the day after he went to the border and talked to ICE and border security. Then he came back and started talking about a wall. Because that's what they wanted. Well, it's all he's done. Look, I'm not. That's not even the point of this. The point of this is these people well, are so the brainwashed themselves that they actually think that everyone else is brainwashed to the point where they want to put us in camps to be unbrainwashed. I'm I mean, does that sound like? Look, here's here's what I've realized over the last couple of weeks. I think everyone more or less every reasonable person, like 90% of the country just wants to live their lives and be left alone. 
but there's a small group of people that want everyone else to think what they think. And if they don't think that, then they're going to, you know, coerce you into it, yell in your face, burn your shit down until you just give in and, and do what they want. Like we almost had a country with no racism. Like, yeah. Are there racist? Sure. But the thing is, is in a, all races. Well, the thing also, it doesn't matter because once a, a reasonable person power. would not be a racist, right? So these people, I don't care if in your brain you're a racist. If you act on it, that's when I care. Like, sure, is it preferable to not have anyone who even thinks racist thoughts? Sure, but no, he, I those. Disagree. Okay, right. well. I mean, I mean, naturally, not like forcing people not to. I mean, if they just do, no, then even whatever. Even naturally, but, I let think me it's finish this. Let me everything. let me fucking finish my fucking podcast. Go ahead, yeah, show me our podcast. <laughs> so the point is, is if um these people really are racist and they find themselves in a world that isn't, they're not going to make it very far. They're mostly just going to be holed up in the wilderness somewhere, living their little racist life with all their other right you know, similarly well, colored friends. So uh, if anything's shown we, as anything, <laughs> we basically had a world where like no one wanted to hire someone who was racist. And even if like those, they are hiring people that are racist, they would most likely lose their jobs if they acted on any of their racist tendencies. So we almost had, you know, a place where racism just naturally went away because it's fucking stupid and primitive and tribal. And there's really no reason for it. Everyone fucking, I mean, every reasonable person knows that your skin color doesn't mean a goddamn thing. I mean, it it really doesn't. No matter how you look at it, emotionally, scientifically, whatever. (laughs) And the thing is, is these people, they, for some reason, think that the world, specifically this country, is a terrible place. And instead of trying to make their life better... And, you know, moving or whatever they have to do to correct the issues that they don't like in their life. They're making life shitty for everyone else. No one wants to live in a fucking conflict ridden country. Like no one likes what's going on right now. Well, you don't purge the entire city because of a few fucking zombies. Right. But people like that guy who wants to like deprogram people think that, it, it you know, it's all it's all Trump's fault. And as soon as he's out of office, everything will be will be fixed. And that's not it at all. Like it, it's this guy apparently can't stop himself from commenting on shit. It's like, you know how much better this guy's life would probably be? How much happier we'd be if he just fucked off and lived his own life and stopped looking at Facebook. Oh, yeah. He's depressed because he has TDS and can't stop thinking about it all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's but. just fucking, it, they turn around and they're like, why would Donald Trump do this? It's like, you're the one doing this. Like, if you just stop what you're doing and focus on your own fucking life, if everyone just kind of focused on their life and the people close to them, and that's not to say people can't go in and volunteer and help their community if that's what they want to do, but stop trying to go and change the fucking world with your Twitter account. I mean, everyone would be better off. If you just accept that other people are going to disagree and fuck off, everyone would be better off. And that's funny. The worst part is, is like, I felt like we were almost there. We were almost like maybe 10 years ago, the beginning of the internet, like people disagreed, but people didn't let it ruin their fucking day. Early 2000s. And now it's, it's, I don't know why these people decided to get so loud all of a sudden. I mean, I, I guess the media plays a pretty large part in it. Some powerful people got TDS real bad. They're tools. 
I, I, I guess. The communists call them. But it's the just KGB weird. Would call them the useful idiots. Yeah, but I mean, it's just weird to me that like they go back and forth between follow the science and listen to this conspiracy theory. You know, it's Russia yeah, collusion, exactly. but then global warming. Yeah. It's like back and forth. Oh, he's a he's a Russian puppet again, and you know, like. Well, this well, is the why? problem: is if you try to have a discussion with these people, it just deteriorates into a refest. And this is where the idea of the NPC meme comes from. And to anybody out there that is truly on the left, that there are certainly people that I would love to conversate with that aren't full TDS. And by TDS, I mean it doesn't matter what you say to them. They're just always going to circle around away from stuff. For example, everybody has these arguments. They like to parrot all the time. Let's look at, like, rednecks or racists, right? So... You you said that too. Like you you are giving your example, and it was about rednecks and hillbillies. Yeah, I'm sure there's rednecks out there that are racist. And what I would like to think of them as are the real racists. The true racists are some of these very few rednecks living out in the fucking boonies that don't like all black people because they've seen some black people behave a certain way. So I'm I'm to the right, and people to the right will constantly use the statistic of. 98% of all homicides are done by black people, something like that, 80, 90, whatever. The percentage doesn't really matter with the example right now. Um, It's disproportionate. It's true. It's true. It is a disproportionate amount, and it needs to be talked about. But the problem with that is there are some people that look at that number and say that black people, the problem is black. It's not black. The problem is culture. It just so happens that more black people subscribe to a specific culture. And yes, it's rap culture. I don't care what anybody has to say. Yes, it's rap culture. No, I'm not saying rap music is bad. I'm saying the rap music that's bad. I, I'm, no, there are certain rap music out there that aren't bad at all. I'm saying rap music that is specifically about how the artist is, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. The the artist is doesn't. Well, I mean, care I mean, bad in the sense that it sounds good. Like it, it, the content is secondary in music to what I'm not talking. It actually about sounds like, and content. none of it sounds good. It doesn't even rhyme half the time. I don't I mean. care about that. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is, there are a lot of young kids out here, specifically young black males, that listen to this shit and they're inspired by it. Every time we say, look at look at so many of these people, okay, that that are Black Lives Matter uh, martyrs, okay. Like, what was the, the fucking kid that was shot by the two rednecks, right? The, the two ex cops. The guy, there's like video of the guy, and he's in a fucking, he's just parked somewhere on some grass, and he's in the park, rapping. Like these guys, these kids think that they're gonna grow up and be rap stars, okay. It's the equivalent of Twitch streamers that aren't going to go anywhere. And there's a lot of them. Some, you know, whatever. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not even t- just just in general. If you look at how many people are out here trying to make it on Twitch versus how many have made it, it's a small number of people that have made it. The same is true for rap. But these kids think they're going to make it. And so what do they do? They emulate what is popular and what's popular. Fuck the police. Women are bitches. I'm a badass. I'm not going to walk away from a confrontation because that means I'm a bitch. This is why this is why they fucking get shot by cops because they can't like respect authority. They have a res- because if they respect authority, they look like chumps. They look like bitches. And I ain't no bitch. 
That's that's kind who, of though? where it, it exactly egg fucking exactly. So this is the problem, and nobody wants to. Maybe point that's. I think we figured it out. It's it's that the idea of respect for anything is viewed as you being a bitch, when the exact opposite is true. Like when you when you cry out and have little temper tantrums because you have too much pride to just show respect for someone. You look issue. like and a nobody, fucking child. I'm not asking that rap gets shut down. I'm just, we need to start talking about if people, this is why I don't give a fuck about black lives matter. Not the concept of the phrase, but the group, because they don't really fucking care. If they cared, they'd be talking about all of these fucking things. They'd be talking about how there's a fucking entire music industry that is run by white old men that fucking prop up these fucking kids and yeah, some of these producers are black dudes. You think the record labels? Come on, man. Like Snoop Dogg, all right, sits here and raps about killing cops and not giving a fuck and being a badass and Donald Trump's a bitch and I ain't a bitch and smoke weed every day. And then what's he do? He goes on Ellen. He goes on fucking Martha Stewart. He fucking plays. He plays the fucking character on everything. Ah, yeah, I'm a hard-ass motherfucker, but look at me go on talk shows and act like I ain't really like that. Because he's not. The reason why he raps about killing cops and how cops are the bad thing, but he ain't out there killing cops, is because he is a bitch, okay? He won't do that shit that he preaches, okay? That's the problem. Instead, the young, impressionable black kids go out and do that shit. And then they're the ones suffer from it. Their community suffers. And then you get these idiots, the media, whoever the fuck you want, communists that are trying to push out their agenda for whatever fucking reason, whether it be ignorance or they're actually fucking associated with some fucking communist party in China or something like that. Irregardless, they're out here doing it not to help black people, but to help themselves. And that's the real problem. Nobody will talk about it. And until that's talked about, this well, is that's all the problem with having problem. the uh, you know, the the tribal group mentality. Is if I help myself, and I'm black, I'm helping black people. But the funny aspect to it is, we're supposed it's to believe backwards like mentality. Cops are ra- cops are racist. Well, if the cops are racist, why don't they just shoot immediately? Oh, they got to find a reason. No, they don't. You're you're putting them in jail. You're getting them put in jail for their supposed reason. So well, it's also people who don't realize that their own experiences don't mean a whole lot. Like if you keep seeing if know, it's black, black or black person dies to white cop over and over and over again, and you never hear any other stories it, like even in your own mind, you just, it just starts to your, your mind is really good at filling in the blanks. Right. Well, so if the, the only thing you have, your brain starts to see this pattern that's not there because that's, what's being, shown to you so much because they're fucking stupid listen yeah of course that's why but (laughs) this is part of they're also being manipulated it's going to go into a bit of a tangent okay but the part of this process is hitler did not kill jews in the street for a reason okay and yet he was completely racist against jews why why didn't he just kill him in the street because it's way more efficient to secretly cart them away out of the public eye and have them executed away. If these cops are racist, why wouldn't they just play along, peacefully arrest these people like they like we see so many examples of them supposedly doing where if they would just be peaceful like these other examples with white people, 
why don't they do that and then kill them when the cameras are off in the fucking jail cell and just say, oh, he hung himself. That's what a racist would do. You're going to tell me a cop spends 20 or 30 years on the police force and then like suddenly just decides today's the day I'm going to kill the black guy right there in public view. Are you fucking retarded? Yes. By the way, and I, this is the tangent that it's going to go into is just walking out the ideas. And this is for the people that aren't the fucking TDS sufferers. The people like your friend who suffer from this TDS NPC bullshit, they don't care because they have vitriol. They hate the opposition. They think George Bush is a war criminal, not because of any information that they're going to look into, just because they're already set on that, whether it's because somebody else told them, somebody they they respect, what have you, any fucking reason you can imagine. We've gone through this with my wife, right? We've gone through this with my wife where we all sat back and did a test and she did the test to see what side of the political spectrum we fall on. Did did another similar one today. There was a little thing on my door about uh, voting for this Dan Forrest guy and and his people dropped off a thing, and it had a comparison between Biden and Trump. And then on another side, it had him versus uh, this other idiot that's the governor, and then Tom Tillis versus whoever's running against him. And it was like all of these little Republican GOP things that the Republicans would care about, you know, like taxes and things like that. And I was like, yeah, let's do it unbiasedly. So I took the paper and answered the question, and I checked the one that she went with. And she fell to the right with Republicans. And she is so ensconced in the idea of Republicans bad because she keeps hearing it everywhere that she doesn't, she's like, what? No, come on. I'm not a Republican. When, when literally all of her views line up with it, aside from like abortion or something, it, it's fucking insane. It's insane. These people that just sit on the other side of the field and they are so indoctrinated with ideas. And listen, my wife was a Muslim, okay? She was a Muslim when I first met her, okay? Not, like, she didn't wear a hijab and everything like that, even though her sisters now do that because they've been pressured into doing it. But I had to, it took years of me not manipulating her. I didn't manipulate her any way from the religion. I just wanted to talk about it. And every time we talk about it, she'd get a headache and not want to talk about it and I should ask these questions to people that are more educated in the religion than she is. Okay. Any kind of thing she would ever come back with were stuff that these people would say, but I was just asking her for her answer. It wasn't until I was like, just read. It wasn't until she decided she had, she was fed up with it and she was going to prove me wrong. And how was she going to prove me? I asked her what women get, what do women get in the afterlife from Islam? You know, if Islam is supposed to be this religion of peace and it's and it's actually, you know, the kind of shit that they say to you today, they came up with female rights and women's rights, women's rights. Islam is women. Where, what do they get? And she got so pissed off. She was like, I'm going to prove this fucking idiot right. And I'm going to look through the book. And she went and actually for the first time in her fucking life, read the Quran. And and all she came back with were questions herself. Okay. That's all it takes is these fucking people are indoctrinated. I've seen it before. I saw it with my wife. I see it with her family members. I see it with other people that I know in my family that are religious. These people are indoctrinated in a dogmatic religious belief system that their enemy is terrible because of evil. I see Republicans do this shit all the time, too. These people are evil. They're not fucking evil. They have stupid ideas that you disagree with. That's it. 
It's the people who get really radicalized and act on things in ways that hurt other people. That's when it gets evil. But the average person who's just like in the middle, you know, like 90% of the country, they're not evil. Well, people aren't. We would all like to get along. We'd all like to fucking argue. Someone hit the buzzer and then we go, okay, that was fun. High five. And then that's it. Like, we don't want to fucking murder each other and these uh, but the uh, the super crazies on the left so there's want to put people in camps the problem is there's no changing the want to put people in camps people but there are people out there that you can walk ideals out with and we walk the ideal out with hitler and the cops for example let's look at the rednecks or racist we're constantly told rednecks are the racist and yeah the the real true racist that like the real people that are that see the the crime statistic or they, you know, they think that they've had some run-ins with black people, so they think this is what all black people are like. You know, I brought up the crime statistic because very few people in the black community are part of that crime statistic. It's like a hundred thousand people or something like that out of twenty million. That's nothing. That's such a small percentage of the black community committing those crimes. Okay, but it is an an overwhelming number within that crime statistic. And yes, again, that needs to be talked about. I'm not moving away from that. But there are a lot of black people out there that that do not they they live normal lives. I mean, the most impoverished people in the country per capita are white people. And yes, again, black people make up a larger percentage than they should. But what is the cause of that? The point is to walk it out. I don't think that I do think that there are some racists that live out in the country and they're just full-on diehard Hitlerian racists, like actually hate black people because of their race. But there's a lot of racists that exist, and it's ironic because the people that call us racists and try to pretend like microaggressions and all this bullshit is the racism, they're not capable of walking out their own ideals to realize that they are the they are racist. They have racist ten like Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not a racist like one of these guys in one of these hillbillies in the mountains is a racist. Not all of them, of course, but there are probably some people that live in the mountains that say that, yeah, we need just white people or white people and black people getting married is wrong. You know, just stupid shit like that. But people like Joe Biden aren't racist at that level. They're racist at not even a subconscious level, but more of a not understanding what they're saying level. I don't believe in the idea of microaggressions and shit like that. So you're not going to catch me on that shit. But Joe Biden sat in front of an, uh, an audience and said that black kids can, uh, or sorry, poor kids can be just as good as white kids. Now, this is a fraudulent slip where in his brain, he associates most poor people with black people. That's what he's doing. And he doesn't realize that that's a racist sentiment because that's ridiculous. The statistics don't back that up. And it's just, oh, you see black person and think poor. And that's, and that's because of a lot of aspect that it's not, you know, he's not sitting back going, we should exterminate the blacks. He's just surrounded by a lot of white people in his life. And he doesn't have a lot of black people in his life. And the ones that he does have are very few and far between, you know, and when he thinks about poor people, he thinks about Chicago and shit like that. And the the population of blacks versus non-blacks, blah, blah, blah. But it's like your friend. Okay, there are so many people that if they were just to walk out their idea, like we, um, my wife and I were talking about voter ID earlier today. Like she was like, why are they against voter ID? And I said, well, listen, there are certainly people that have an agenda who are aren't racist, 
they just they want to have a bunch of people come into the country and vote and and things like voter id limit that limit those the ability for them to do that so they're using useful idiots for that but the useful idiots and i'm sure there's some politicians that think this way are the ones that sit there and actually believe that voter id is racist and it's ironic because they believe that voter ID is racist because of a racist sentiment that they have. In their mind, they've been told and they believe that a voter ID is racist because it's harder for black people or minorities like black people. When they say minorities, they mean black people because Latino people, you know, Asian people, they're not talking about these groups when they talk about this. In their mind, it's harder for black people to get a voter ID, it, despite the fact that Again, we just went over the statistics. Very few black people of the overall 20 million in the country are poor. Very few of them don't have a license. They're they're all capable. They're intelligent enough and capable enough to do it. Okay? But in their eyes, in these people's eyes, these useful idiots, they don't understand that their claim that uh, the idea is racist is a racist sentiment. And so you get people like Candace Owens to go around and say shit like that. And of course, she's a she's an Uncle Tom. Well, that's racist for you to say that. They they don't get it. It's again, it's a religious indoctrination. They don't get it. They don't understand. You can you can come to a religious person every day about statistics and data and and information and scientific information and all these studies that have been done, and you'll get answers like, yeah, but how is a rainbow made? Look at these beautiful. I've seen that. I mean, it's just the last two examples on uh, when when we were on Twitter. The first one, the guy backed himself into a corner to where he was okay with me burning his house down if I was offended by it. And the second guy just regressed into some kind of fucking NPC regurgitate a fucking meme slash article mind loop until we blocked him. Until he didn't understand what he was saying anymore. Yeah. There's just, there's no end to it. And you know, it's really not that hard. I don't consider myself exceptionally smart, but when, when you, when there's like a framework for what is right and wrong, when you have a sense of morality and principle, it's easy to apply that to more and more things. And it's like the more that you apply and it just kind of fits and works and makes sense, the more it kind of validates like, yeah. And then, you, you know, you tweak it as you go along. People's belief system changes over time, but these people are like every issue Oh, what does CNN think? What does New York Times think? How is this going to hurt Trump? And that, those are like the three things they they base it on. So there's no principle. They'll say one thing about something, and then when that same principle applies to another well, thing, they're on the other side. Exactly. But it's got to be so fucking depressing and tiring and just mentally exhausting having to keep up with all that. You know? It's well, way easier. Just, of course. You know, I mean, <laughs> I guess that's true. They don't yeah. think about it. It's it hurts it's my fingers like- when I type in CNN.com. It's they don't think about it because again it's a religious indoctrination. There is no there are no principles in religious indoctrination. It's just what the good book says. You know, I've seen debates with Christopher Hitchens and Dinesh D'Souza. Yes, the same Dinesh D'Souza that makes good points in politics about how, you know, there was no big switch in all this shit and he'll give you statistical data and he'll talk about statistics, but as soon as you start talking about his religion, it's like his brain shuts off. Yeah. Okay. All of those same applications aren't happening. And I've seen people like I've seen neuroscientists. Well, okay? religion like is Sam weird. Harris. Religion I've is one of those things like where Sam. part of every religion is faith, right? Where you just can't explain it. 
and right. that's fine. Right. I don't mind if you choose to d- believe in something idea, that makes no fucking sense. As long as you don't try to base you hate is evil. Well, don't try to base public policy on religion. Like you could say a lot of shitty things about Ben Shapiro, but at least for the most part, for the most part, he keeps his religion and his, you know, political leanings separate. You know, I don't even care. I don't even care if people want to <clears throat> try and put their foot forwards. I, I don't care if people are religious and then they get elected and then they make decisions based off their religion. I, I just I wouldn't elect those people is what I would say. It, it's important that we and this is the thing that people talk about. The important factor and no lift. This is the craziness. Listen, what I'm telling you is it's craziness. I told you about Dinesh Sosia and Christopher Hitchens and how Christopher Hitchens would come up and say all this immaculate shit about data and science and analysis. And then Dinesh Sosia would come up there and his argument would literally be mean that if if it's not man, if it's not made by an entity like a god, how do you have butterflies and beautiful sunsets and shit? That's just random. And the answer is yes. But it's crazy because you can you can go and watch Sam Harris, one of the four horsemen of the fucking, you know, apocalypse back in the days of before politics and SJW shit was a big thing. It was watching people like Sam Harris and 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 uh, Richard Dawkins and all this shit go up against people like Dinesh D'Souza and all these religious scholars and debate them. And you could watch people like Sam Harris who would use all this facts and data and statistics, discuss things with religious people. But then you can watch somebody like Sam Harris today completely not fucking do that and act like a religious fucking zealot with a dogmatic religious belief system. Just talk about things like politics. Like he's on the left. Why? because trump racist based on what nothing because i feel like he is because i was told that he is because the good book says so the good book of cnn or whatever fucking outlet you get it from that tells you that you trust unequivocally who tells you this shit and who do you trust that's what it comes from you know sam harris will sit here and ignore the statistic that 80 percent of the uh, of homicides are done by black people and he'll just call that racist Okay, he sat up on television across Ben Affleck, all right, and and said that we have a problem with radical Islamic terrorism, and Ben and Ben Affleck called him a racist, and it was a big thing. And then he went on his podcast weeks weeks later and said that it was racist to bring up statistics about eighty percent of the fucking <laughs> homicides being done by black people. It doesn't make any fucking sense. These it's Humans are predisposed to like stupidity and indoctrination. It's so fucking easy to hear people that you like say something and just not question it because you're used to them saying things that are right. You know, that's, that's really one of the big problems. How many people follow Sam Harris and don't make these connections that he's just not, he, he, it's just, how can you watch Sam Harris destroy religious people on the basis that so much of their shit is contradictory and then watch Sam Harris contradict himself and listen to what he says like it's the fucking gospel. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's, it's crazy. That's how these people are. Well, there's they, also they are kind of a fine tri- line to, to walk. Sometimes, I mean, if you watch it from a long time ago and then you watch that same person talk now, it's completely sure. possible that their mind has changed. But this guy's like, what, two weeks later? It's just yeah. back and forth across the board. I mean, we're literally, 
like there's a good possibility we could actually have peace in the Middle East. You know, that thing we've been talking about since the 70s. Yeah, but Trump bad. Yeah, but now it's bad. <laughs> I don't even know why it's bad. It's bad because Trump bad. This is a religion, okay? The, the Democrats have, and Republicans have done this, uh, certainly. These rhinos, these piece of shit Republicans that we voted out when we put Trump in office. And by we, I mean me and hopefully you guys soon. Like, these Republicans thought they were in charge of everything. And they got a fucking awakening call when Trump was elected by the fucking 4chan internet people. All right? That's who really elected Trump. Okay. They thought that they were also in charge. But people like Mitt Romney and John McCain. You know, John McCain went to the fucking Senate floor and they were voting on something. Well, it was like something that you can't even imagine. Like, what was it? John McCain votes thumb down, right? Like, he, he went up to... He, they were voting on something and he walked up to the floor and he was one of the big votes. Like, because this is when Trump... Trump had been elected in 2016, and Republicans owned the House and the Senate. They had all three branches, or not branches, but all three, all three of the voting electorate, or not electorate, goddammit, the, the legislation. Words. The, the legislative word. branch. They had the whole legislative branch, and they had the presidential, okay? And then so many times we had these situations where it would come down to, like, John McCain, right? So John McCain walks up, right? He goes to put in his vote, and what's he do? He doesn't just say no or something. He puts his hand out like he's fucking Caesar and thumbs down. These people had their heads up their fucking asses because they think they're in charge. Well, I mean, that's what's kind of happened over the last 10 years, right? Is, you know, the uh, the Democrats used to be the cool party, you know, Bill Clinton playing fucking saxophone and... You know, yeah, be be a hippie, do whatever you want, freedom, fuck the establishment. And the Republicans were viewed as the establishment, the old crusty authoritarian white dudes. And then Trump happened, and now the party has changed to where it's about free speech and individual freedom. And the other side is, for some reason, just taking the opposite stance because Trump. And it's being fed and fueled by the media and like people like Nancy Pelosi and shit. And it's fucking weird because, I mean... I think you and I were in the same boat where we never really trusted the media. And even the Republicans back in the day were like, no, fuck them. Fuck the establishment. And now the establishment is getting fucked and Trump kicked the bee's nest and people like you and me are all for it. And the people who used to be fuck the establishment are just sticking with Democrat because I I don't know why. And yeah, now they're sticking with the establishment or the establishment. It's weird. It's like, and this is, I think this is a problem. I think this is a problem of like, they chose a side a long time ago and they're afraid to reevaluate for some reason. Well, I don't even think it's a long time ago. You a lot of college kids. Listen, I'm, I'm going to steer clear of the communism thing because yes, there are commies out there that are, are either useful idiots. There are some of them that, I mean, I listen, I'm not a fucking idiot. It's not a conspiracy to assume that there are KGB people that want communism in America still, okay? It's it's not stupid to think that. Whether it be KGB or the CCP, it doesn't fucking matter. Though There are agents in play that want that to happen. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that there are people with fake mustaches looking at a, looking, like, spying on people through holes cut out of a newspaper on a park right. bench. It's like, it's all on the internet, or at least most of it is. It's well, easy to create a fucking account and sway ideas through the internet. 
the majority of communists in the United States, I think, are useful idiots. It's what these, it's the people that get executed after the revolution and the if the communist revolution. They're the useful idiots because once once it's over with, you don't have a reason for revolution, and they're the revolutionaries. You don't want them to revolt against you, so you got to kill them. You know, it's what that Yuri guy talked about. Oh yeah, and that was crazy. We can segue that into Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War because they came well, out with that yet. teaser trailer. I know, but they, I just one point that, that fits in, and then we'll go back and talk about other shit later. But <laughs> they they their well, teaser trailer. Kane. Well, their what? their teaser trailer was that Yuri Bezmenov interview, or at least a clip of it, and then Kotaku comes out and says, "Oh, it's a far right conspiracy theory." It's it's not like first of all, if you just take it as is, it's history. It's literally that the propaganda guy. That article is a communist. You well, know, the guy, the guy who's you know Yuri Bezmenov was you know the propaganda dude who defected and gave an interview, and that's yeah. all they showed in the trees teaser. So all they showed how's that Republican right wing anything? It's weird that you would think that that's a current day modern far right conspiracy theory, because that means you're clearly drawing the lines yourself. That's like that's what <laughs> you know that who was a communist would say. Listen yeah. again. These communi- most of these are just useful idiots. They believe in the idea of Marxism because they think it sounds good. It's a child's idea of like, yeah, everybody should get to eat and everybody and the workers should have the rights to everything and anti-corporatism and blah, blah, blah. But the irony is that these same people are pro-corporatism as long as it's the right corporation, as long as it's their side. All the rich people are the fucking politicians, the ones that don't deserve it. The politicians don't create jobs. Businessmen do. Elon Musk creates jobs. He's the one that has people working for him. He's the working man's person, not fucking Nancy Pelosi, who's done nothing but sit in Congress for 40 or so years making fucking bank. And this goes to the John McCain thing. What was John McCain thumbs downing exactly? Again, you have an entire, the Senate is almost 100%. He just gets brain surgery on a fucking tumor. He comes walking in. This fucking rhino that's been there forever claims he's a Republican, a conservative. And what does he downvote? The Obamacare repeal. That's what he voted no on. What was it? This is from CNN.com. What was in the bill? Repeal the individual mandate. So you would say goodbye to the requirement that nearly every American have insurance or pay a penalty. So the bill would have gotten rid of the pay a penalty before. This is before the Supreme Court ruled it uh, unconstitutional, of course. But at the time, you this this repeal was going to make it to where you wouldn't have to pay a penalty if you didn't have insurance, okay? Hey, that sounds great. Get rid of the employer mandate for eight years. Provide greater flexibility to the states through waivers. Defund Planned Parenthood and provide the funds to community health centers. Eliminate the medical device tax for three years. Increases contribution limit to health care, uh, health savings accounts. Eliminate the prevention and public health fund. Wow. All of that sounds like something a fucking Republican conservative would want. But no, John McCain wasn't a Republican conservative. He was an establishment swamp monster rhino that was upset that Trump had anything. He didn't get to beat Obama in 2008. And here comes this guy that just walks all over them and says, I'm in charge now. And he didn't like it. That's all of them left right center doesn't fucking matter it's weird because you know trump is not a far right conservative he's He's pretty moderate i mean he's He's pretty much right in the middle pretty libertarian yeah and it's like he's taking people like me who never would have thought i'm like on board with the republican party i'm like yeah now you got a bunch of people in the middle 
now on the right because the right the is the new it's like the whole fucking paradigm has shifted like if you take if you just imagine a picture of like left on the one side right on the right side and then you just grab it by both sides and move it over to the left that's where it is now far right is now middle and far left is just fucking off the chart crazy yeah far left i say far right far left is off the yeah. chart crazy and the yeah, far yeah. right are just you know people on 4chan or something it's like this elusive group of people that you never hear from in real life. You just hear other QAnon. people talking about it. You're the QAnon people that think there's some kind of underground pedophilia ring being crushed by Trump right now through some kind of secret espionage tactics. I'm sorry, that's probably not happening. Listen, I got news for people on the right, okay? Obama's not going to jail. Hillary Clinton's not going to jail. These people are too powerful, and it's not going to happen. <clears throat> fall for them if it comes down to obama must go to jail somebody will miraculously step forward and take the bullet for him instead that's how this shit works okay you're never gonna see obama in jail ever ever just out of principle too by the way i don't even care like the past is past i just wish they would fuck off i've never seen like george w bush just like fucking get airtime after his presidency and people take his opinion seriously. Until suddenly Trump's running and he has a negative opinion about it. I mean, does he? I must not yeah. have been that big big of news because I didn't hear yeah, about well, you it. You were paying attention at the time. That was earlier in the shit. Oh, well, yeah, but whatever. But all of a sudden you got like Michelle Obama and Barack Obama poking their heads up and shit. Of course you got, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this, that's actually a very good example of the lack of respect. This guy went up to give a eulogy at a funeral and basically came out saying orange man bad. Yeah. Like, dude, what kind of a piece of shit? I don't care who it is. I don't care if you if you fucking disagree with the guy you died or whatever. It's a fucking funeral. Like, there's a time and a place, and that's not it. That just shows mm-hmm. such a lack of respect and such poor judgment. And, I mean, it just really speaks to his fucking character. I mean, he, yeah, he talks a good game, and he looks like a trustworthy, you know, friendly guy. But he's, he's a piece of shit. I'm sorry. It's just charisma. That's all he's got. He's just a load of charisma that does what he's told. He's a tool. <clears throat> Hillary Clinton is still out there saying things like, who are you? What she do you do now? All the time about how she didn't win. That's it. She's just always crying about how she, how she. No, she did win. She won by 3 million votes. Remember, but still lost. Well, she won and lost. <laughs> I know that's a semantics thing, but yeah, I come on. <laughs> it's a good joke. I, just, I don't every single thing that yeah, Trump her husband respected the oval office too yeah jesus christ how short of a memory who are they talking to it's got to be a bunch of people that don't remember that whole jesus period of time christ. younger than us the fact that they're Bill trying Clinton to get the young votes of the that. young people that have no idea about all this crazy who've shit just been told that night. bill clinton was a good president Right. Yeah. I was told that in school after he was out of office. He was a whopping budget. good president. Yeah, really? That's all I know about him. He balanced the budget and got his dick sucked. That's literally all I know about him. He balanced the budget for like a year. And it went but to shit. It. Yeah. But it's George Bush's fault. I mean, oh. yeah, George Bush did a lot of spending for a conservative. Pretty ridiculous. I don't like George Bush. I've said that before. I think George Bush was a shitty president. I mean, he handled 9-11 really well. He was a good wartime president, but... Uh, he created the wartime. I mean, for the he, most part. He, for the most part. After Afghanistan, sure. Listen, I'm on Christopher Hitchens' side, though. A lot. Of, I know a lot of people are like, we shouldn't have gone to Iraq. 
Uh, I disagree. I'm on Christopher Hitchens' side. I think Saddam Hussein was a piece of shit and needed to be dealt with. Um, I'm certainly not one of the kind of people that are like, everything needs to be solved with war. If you look at Trump, he hasn't started a single fucking war, and yet here he is creating peace in the Middle East. It's uncanny. It it, it blows my mind because there are so many people that say that Trump needs to do this and that about China and Russia. And, like, I try and tell these people, like, so you want Trump to start a fucking war over your bruised fucking ego because you think that something happened when intelligence tells him that it didn't. Yeah, what 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 information do you have that it doesn't come that came across your de- desk that hasn't come across his? Right, like these fucking people. Like this is the president. He sees every. He has the highest level of clearance in the world. He sees everything. Okay, right? like people are like, how can you just sit by while our troops are being killed by Russians? Well, that's it's because it's our troops aren't job. being killed by Russians. Right. <laughs> And it's also their job. It's even the risk they, they, were, they accept. You want him to start a fucking war with the second largest fucking military might Nuclear in power. the world. <laughs> right? With the second you largest fucking idiot. power. You fucking retard. And also, why do they care all of a sudden? Right? This is, this These is are the I'll same say. people that call soldiers fucking baby killers. This is the like, same people that them. pitched when he started diplomacy in North Korea. Like, yeah. Again, it goes back to And I said that to that dude on Instagram and he was like, Man, you're really in it. I'm like, What do you what do you mean? Like refute the point. It's if there's you, a point you. to be made. It's the same no, thing when I cool mentioned it. when I when he like kept calling me a gaslighter and didn't know how to properly use the word gaslight. And I explained it to him as like, a good example would be and I thought this would be like, you know, at the very least someone on the left could say, Yeah, actually that did happen. But when, uh, you know, shit was happening and Trump was doing stuff about COVID and Pelosi was in Chinatown telling everyone, hey, everything's fine. No masks. Like, come visit Chinatown and shit. And uh, totally playing it down. And, you know. And now they're flipping it that Trump was playing it down. Yeah. Trump was playing it down. And, And, you know, we thought it was serious from the beginning. And he's like, man, you are really in it. It's like, dude. No, he said, uh, it's, oh, man, that's a Fox News talking point. I like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't really give a shit about the source as much as if the information is accurate. So, like, if I say something and Fox News said the same thing, then, I mean, so be it. But I'm not just getting fed information by Fox Man, News. I can't even John? tell you the last time I watched Fox News. Probably at my grandparents' house. Did you see that John <laughs> Podesta and Hillary Clinton were, were working with the DNC to cheat Bernie Sanders? Uh, that's a WikiLeaks talking point. I mean, so... So, <laughs> is it cares? not true? I don't care if it's a Satan's asshole talking point. If it's fucking true, I mean, what what would the how, like? What, how would they react if they said something crazy and just well, that's just a CNN talking point? Stammer. Listen to you stammer and stutter. That's exactly how it feels. These people are so fucking crazy. That's all you can do is what, 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 <laughs> I just what uh, is going on? God, I can't wait till this is over. It's like the thing my, my, I talked about earlier with me and my wife with the fucking voter ID. The same people that ca- claim that voter ID is is trying to uh, stop minority votes are the same people that are going, we got to prevent Russia from interfering in the election. Are you fucking stupid? By, you know, oh mail-in God. voting. 
Oh, fuck. For, for people out there who don't understand why mail-in voting is a bad idea, it inherently makes things less accurate. It's going to happen. So it's people already- say, well, Trump mail-in voted. Like, no, he absentee voted. And the reason absentee voting is okay, although still not perfect, is that you have to request it. So when all the in-person polling shows up at the end of the night, they can definitively claim that one person won the state because they know how many absentee ballots have been sent out. And even if they haven't received them in time, they know they can say like, okay, well, if Biden gets, if Biden were to get all the absentee ballots, he shouldn't win. You know, he wouldn't win. So we can call it now. But when you don't know how many are out there, that's why it's going to take weeks and weeks and weeks. And how long before you get all of them? Are we ever going to get all of them? What about, what about the ones that have been sent out without requests? Even if they wrote those, let's assume they wrote those down. We sent out absentee ballots this many. We sent out these many mail-in ballots. Okay. How many of them are going to sit there and go, well, wait a minute. We can't call it yet. We have all these absentee ballots that haven't come in yet that we sent out. Well, how do you know they're even going to get used? Well, still, I mean, are they going to be able to say, even if one person gets all of these ballots in favor of them, that they'll they win? They sent my wife an absentee, a, a mail-in ballot. Yeah, we are too. going to vote in person. So if they're if they're depending on that to come in, I mean, how many fucking of those did they send out where they get to say, well, we can't call it just yet? Well, unless you actually, it's just a form to request the ballot. I don't think that people understand that the problem here is that more complexity leads to more problems, okay? If you build a pound cake that is a single layer cake, you have very low chances to fuck it up. Versus if you try to build a 100 layer cake with all types. Well, let's of do, let's do the short version all. so we can get on, uh, onto gaming. But, um, we, we had a whole thing on Twitter with this guy and he kept bringing up fraud, even though fraud is not the only issue. There's lots of things that can go wrong with mail-in voting, especially now when it's politicized and no one trusts the integrity of the system. There's plenty of studies that show that a lot of absentee ballots don't even get fucking they get lost. Well, the thing is, is they ask for sources and you can go out. It's not that hard. You can find, I found two or three in like five minutes of mail-in voting going terribly wrong. One in New York. I think the other one was New Jersey. And they're like, yeah, but that's because that's because of this and that. That's not because of fraud. It's like, I'm not saying that fraud is the only issue. All these issues that cause these things to get fucked up, they're not fixed. Even this one guy was like, so when do we... You know, do we do we just scrap the whole beta program? Like, no, but we don't release it for this election. It's clearly not worked out. These fuck ups happened a couple months ago. So th- they keep falling back on this one article that says that fraud is apparent in like point zero zero two five percent of, you know, those whatever. It, like some fucking election. It doesn't matter. Every vote. It doesn't matter. And I'll, yeah, every vote matters, first of all. So. My question to them is like, <clears throat> what well, number is acceptable to you? So what if people's fucking votes are getting lost? Yeah. And it's like, wh- what number is okay? Because it was zero point zero zero two five percent is the okay. See, make it less complicated, not yeah, more. Like my, mine is zero. So that's still not right. Right. So hold on. I'm just trying to find the, the response with the math on it. To show you why 0.0025% is uh, actually a significant number. God damn it. Where the fuck is it? I have to go to my own Twitter page, I guess. The problem is... I was going to say, while you're looking that up, I could tell the, the 
the listeners that uh, I've got a tracking number for a package I was supposed to get through USPS tracking. Last status update was June 21st of 2020. It says, in transit, arriving late. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the current status of my package. Yeah, but it doesn't June have a priority mail stecker on it. All right, I found Your it. So this is will a... arrive later than expected, but it's still on the way. It is currently in transit to the next facility. Problem with their entire argument is that it's predicated on the idea that the only like, that it's okay for votes to be lost. That's the entire argument. The only way you can argue from that position is if you're okay with some votes being lost. Well, it's not that hard to, to like because they'll say, "Well, that that happens in person too." You know, votes don't get counted. It's like okay, but it's far less. No, what I'm saying is the basis. This is what people don't understand. The entire basis on why we should have mail-in voting is because votes matter and people should be able to vote even though they can't get out because of COVID. But at the same time, they're also arguing that it's okay for votes to be lost because votes don't matter. So it's a contradiction. Of, again, it goes back to the fucking indoctrinated religious shit. It's a fucking well, con- I mean, it's, a it's the same kind of thing. Like everyone, I, I don't think any reasonable person would disagree that you want your election to be as accurate as possible. Yeah. Right. No matter who wins, even if Biden wins, I would I want the results to be accurate. Yeah, I, I don't care who it favors. So here's here's the math. This is why even when people are like, well, it's only point zero zero two five percent, it doesn't fucking matter. In 2016, 138 million people voted. Zero point zero zero two five percent would have been three thousand four hundred and fifty votes. In the year 2000, Al Gore lost Florida and the election by one thousand seven hundred and fifty four votes. So it matters. Are the chances extremely low that it's going to come down to that? Sure. But it's not beyond the realm of possibility. This, this is the last 20 years. It doesn't matter it's what com- the chances are. There are chances is the point. Well, to you and me, the chances don't matter. You want it to be as accurate as possible, no matter what. And then they'll say, like, listen to the science. And then, like, Fauci and that other doctor are like, yeah, it's totally fine to vote in person. So it's like, okay, yeah. if the people you've been citing for the last six months are now saying that it's okay to vote in person, but you still don't want to vote in person, like, why? What could be the possible motivation behind that? <laughs> I'll wait. I mean, the only thing I can think of is they want this to be a shit show where they, they can, they want, show. they want uncertainty it's so that they can turn CNN around and say that he stole that the election. They, they need to be afraid and they can't leave their house. There's yeah. a lot of people that are from home. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are upset that they think that the Democrats are going to try, try to cheat. I wouldn't be worried about that to any degree. Because... I honestly, I, I used to think that, but I don't think that's it anymore. I think well, they they know they're going to lose, and they want to be able to use this. They they want to be able to use this to say that he stole the election using mail in voting, which is funny yeah. because he's against mail in voting. You'd think that if he was trying to steal the election, he'd be all for mail in voting. Yeah, right? It's like the COVID thing all over again. It's a gaslighting situation. They're going to try to gaslight the whole thing. Isn't it, the the reason why? I mean, because they're wrong either way, right? Like if if they say he stole the election, then like the other side is going to turn around and say, "Well, we told you it wasn't accurate," right? Like right. this is what we told you. Why we didn't want this to happen. It's the trick question setup, right? He stole the election with mail-in voting, and then the right says, "We told you," and they're like, "Ah, ah, you agree?" <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about cheating because there is going to be cheating on both sides. And let me explain how that works. 
Um, right now, because we don't have a voter ID system, the way it works is you go down to your local area to vote and you'll give your name and your address and they'll put you in a database that they can use to search. Typically it's a computer. Sometimes it's on a piece of paper. I don't know. Uh, it depends on how many people typically come to vote in that area. <clears throat> and then what will happen is they'll they'll look over their ledgers and determine whether or not somebody with your name, because, because me and my father share the same exact name. Uh, instead of, uh, you know, I'm the second. So I have the Roman numeral two. At junior. The end. And, and that's difficult. No, it's not junior. It's Roman named numeral. after the dog. <laughs> my parents specifically didn't want me to be a junior. So they, they did the Roman numeral two. Now the problem with that is junior is a lot easier to write because people automatically understand what that means. But Roman numeral two You'd be surprised in North Carolina how many fucking people just don't really connect it very well. So, and, you know, when you have to, like, when I have to sign things, when I have to fill out information that is re like, like uh, registering to vote. If I look my name up, registering to vote, I find my father and he lives at my address. So it creates a bit of a, a little, you know, every time we go to vote, it creates that problem. But because we're there in person. He can go up to the lady, say his name and do the thing. And I can come up and say the same exact name and address. And then we all get to have a little chuckle about it and explain, you know, I'm named after my father. Okay. <clears throat> so that, you know, if my father wasn't there and he voted before me earlier in the day, it'd be a little bit more of a problem, right? Because I'm going to have to put my name in it and they're going to wait a minute. There's already somebody with your name that voted. Oh yeah. Well, I'm the second, you know, it's my father that you're talking about. And now they have a conundrum. They have to believe me, right? <laughs> they have to believe me because it's all about name and address in their ledgers because we don't have a voter ID system. So they can't like look up social security or something like that. They're not. So, so they have to just take my word for it. And let's say I vote and I go in the ballot and I sign off my stuff and all that. And then I go home and let's say a third person shows up. That's not related to me or my father. And they say that they are me and they live at my address because whatever they manage to get their name get a hold of a list of people or something whatever the, now they look in the ledgers and oh, this is hmm, this person is voting yet this person has already voted they they can actually call the police and let you go vote and act like no big deal and call the police and have the police show up and now you've committed a felony okay uh so that's a and then way you never find that person after they leave because you didn't have their id well it was it, it was done Right, they have to, okay, stop saying my fucking name. <laughs> you said right. it before. Homo. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So here's the thing. I didn't say your last name. Listen, you said it earlier. <laughs> you said your first name earlier, and I said your last name earlier. So God damn it. Just stop saying Stop name. drawing attention to it. We're talking about politics here. You're going to try to get me killed. All right. So anyways. Well, it's it's payback for your wife trying to get me killed. Whatever, I have guns, all right? Anyways, the point is... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bona fide <laughs> senpai. I can, I can stop bullets with my brain. Yeah, okay, Neo. It's just an allegory for trans, and you're not trans, so you can't magically stop bullets. Well, I think the allegory is, I don't know that I am until someone comes along and unplugs me, and then we're point all is, trans. Point is... <laughs> You can go, you can, it's very difficult to cheat the system as an individual now. There's a lot of incentive not to because they can detain you. They can call the police on you. And the smartest thing for them to do 
the dumbest thing for them to do is like that person's already voted. Can you wait here while the police come? Because those people can just leave and you don't really have any security typically at these places. So what they can do, though, is go, oh, yeah, let's sign you in while they have somebody call the police or something to come out. And then they sign you in and they let you go vote. And, you know, because it takes a little bit and the police get there and then they can just throw the vote out and have you arrested. Now you're up for charges of a felony offense, which is years and years in prison. Um, a lot of incentive not to do that, despite not having voter ID laws. However, let's say you're going to vote from home. Right. And you have uh, a mail-in ballot. Somebody sent you a mail-in ballot. Maybe you have a printer and a scanner. So you scan and print out the mail-in ballot. I don't know if anybody understands this, but there's people out there that counterfeit our money. And our money is hard to counterfeit because we put all these little images and things like that in it to make it difficult. Also made out of cotton, not paper. Right. Yet somehow people manage to fucking do it. So if you don't think that there are people out there with the means, the ability, and the drive to take a mail-in ballot that was sent to them without their request, print it off, okay, dozens of copies, figure out names and addresses, which isn't difficult to do, by the way. You, it's not very uh, difficult to find random names and addresses. And then you're also trusting the federal government to be able to sort it out accurately. Well, I'll get to that. Even so, if everyone was honest, they're not all I'll, competent. I'll get to that. So you have somebody that could easily print out, a, let's say, 100 ballots. And then they just fill them out with all these names that they bring from whatever, a phone book, a, a fucking... Uh, there are so many databases where you can find out the people that live near you, whatever. It's it's a fucking thing. If they don't even have to be, here's the crazy thing. They don't even have to be the right names, just the addresses. You could just go down a Google street and find the addresses and write in the addresses and put random fucking names. Because what's going to happen now you can take these ballots down to a post office three in the morning, something like that. So people don't know who the fuck you are doing it, whatever. Or just during the day, whatever, when people are dropping stuff off, they're not going to know which person dropped off the shit in the fucking mailbox, the little blue mailbox. Then you drop off 100 fucking ballots, okay? Now you have 100 ballots that are made out of people that don't fucking exist. Those are going to go through the post office, make their way to the people that are going to count those votes. And how? Are, first of all, how are those people going to... You know, remember the original system is if somebody comes in and says the same name and address, that's the suspicion. Otherwise, you just let them vote. However, with a mail-in ballot, you're going to have to check every single ballot and count and cross-examine. You're going to have to cross-check every ballot. That means you're going to have to take the ballot and put information into a database, hopefully a computer that has an AI that can do it for you because of somebody doing that by hand is just a ridiculous amount of time to take a ballot and go, okay, this is Jennifer from one eight seven. This is Tom from one eight eight. Right. And now you, Oh wait, here's Tom from one eight eight, but you've done put in a hundred thousand votes. A person can't remember that putting it into a database. Sure. Okay. There's definitely going to be databases for something like that. Now you have the situation though. However, you might think that that's a yeah, it's fine. We're fine now. Okay, we got a computer that they put in the database and it cross checks it. Okay, except for the fact that you now have a hundred votes coming in with false information. 
How long does that take to clear up? Like, how what are they going to do? Before, call and verify every person? And ask how long them, like, before you have hundreds of people across the country sending in hundreds of fake ballots to where people are starting to go, uh, we got a problem here. Now your election day is election week and then election month. Okay, this is the chaos that is going to be caused from this election. This is going to happen. Make no, this is already happening. There's nothing against it. It's going to happen. There's nothing stopping it. It's being, it's still being proposed. It's still being pushed. This is what's going to happen. Election day will be a election week, which will then be election month. If even if they, and they'll try to draw it out to January, but I don't think the goal is to draw it out to January and make Nancy Pelosi president. That's not this, this idea. Well, that I mean, didn't they say it's going to, it would go to the Supreme court and they would have to decide. No, the way it works is if the president cannot hold office, so that means July, uh, sorry, January 29th, uh, or 23rd, rather, January 23rd, he has to leave the office legally if he's not elected. And if an election doesn't happen, that means he's not elected. Therefore, he has to leave the office. Same goes for the vice president, because the vice president is also up for election. Nancy Pelosi is a House member. All 400 and something seats of the House are also up for re-election, except they have to evacuate the House on their, they have to empty their chairs on the 3rd of January. So on the 3rd of January, there will be no Speaker of the House if no election is had. And on the 23rd of January, there will be no President and Vice President. So it goes to the fourth person in line that's chosen by the Senate. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but it's some Republican guy, some pro-Trump Republican guy. They don't want that to happen because that guy would just be you know, sit in line until the Senate votes on uh, who should be president. Well, the Senate's not completely up for (laughs) re-election, just uh, certain seats. I am the Senate. Uh, (laughs) You know, (laughs) so I don't think that's the goal. I think the goal is, like you said, is to make this election illegitimate in their eyes. They want to be able to say, like they did the last four years with the Russian collusion, they want to have something they can keep going on for four years ago. He stole the election. Well, it's crazy how much they backpedal when you say to someone who who supports the mail-in ballot, you say, okay, look, fine, we'll do a mail-in ballot, but whenever we get the results, that's the results. No fucking investigations, no bitching and moaning. You accept the results. They're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, though. Well, why wait? I thought you said it was just as good as voting in person. What would be the problem with the results? Like, they're scared of the results. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be too, because it's not fucking accurate. It's going to be yeah. a shit show. <clears throat> like, man, we are really putting those founding fathers through the paces nowadays, aren't we? You think they're all sitting up? what would happen if there's a fucking, like, let's say there's like a plague, right? And then, like, it's fine, but people still aren't comfortable going outside, but everyone's vote has got to count. What do we do then? It's like, well, I guess we, <laughs> no, they never thought this would happen. I guarantee you. It's the goal. The goal is to have something else to go on about. Um, that's really what it is. Like, I wasn't really paying attention 10 years ago, but was it ever like this with Obama? Were people losing their fucking shit over Obama? Like, I remember hearing complaints, but it I was mean, never my, like... I would hear my Republican... The, the most Obama got was, thanks, Obama. Like, people just memed it. You know? Well, it, rightfully it, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just like compared to yeah. Trump. It wasn't like this. No, it wasn't yeah. trying to delegitimize his election. 
Yeah. Other than the birther thing, there was the birther people. But that's a legitimate question to ask anyways. Um, for any president, were you born in the, I mean, that's, it's required in the, are you born in the United States? Is it? I thought yeah. you just had to be a citizen for well, like 40 for, years. For president, you have to be born here. Okay. And, you know, if there's question about that, it should be answered. And openly, and I, I don't under, the reason why it's even remotely suspicious with Obama's, the whole birther thing with Obama is because he didn't just immediately put it to bed. Now, listen, I get it, like, with the tax returns with Trump and shit, like, it's, showing your tax returns is kind of like a um, kind of a tradition. It's not really something that's required, you know, and uh, I understand, but you can't be upset that Trump doesn't show his tax returns, but then at the same time, not be upset that Obama didn't quell that immediately. All he had to do was immediately shut it down, but he didn't. Why? Oh, integrity? That's just, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It's literally a requirement. Listen, they did it with Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz was born in uh, on a on a military base overseas in Canada, I think, or something like that. So it was questioned. Now, did anybody call that a birther movement? No, it's just a legitimate question that some people had. Can he even be elected? And and th- it was one of those things that people do during a primary where everybody was questioning Ted. Ted, like, uh, it's not about are we saying that. What are the Democrats going to say that, you know, does this guy get nominated and then the Democrats find some loophole that says he can't be elected president because he was, wasn't born on American soil. Now, of course, if your parents are American and you're born in Canada on a military base, military base is American soil. That's the way it works, right? So technically you are an American citizen. Now, personally, I think the whole being born on American soil is the stupid loophole that we have and it should go away. I think it should be, are both of your parents citizens? Yes. Okay. You're a citizen. That's what I, that's what I think it should be. Is one of your parents not a citizen? Yes. Okay. Now we gotta, we gotta do a case by case basis here. You know, what's going on here? Why, you know, why is your parent, why, why are one of your parents getting knocked up by a guy, by a, a, a person that's not even a citizen I mean, that's not illegal. So maybe if one of your parents is a citizen, okay, maybe we can start kind of, yeah, you're a citizen. All right. Depends on where you're born. Maybe now it depends on where you're born. Are are either of your parents citizens? No. Well, you're not a citizen. Yeah, but I was born in California. It doesn't matter. Your parents aren't citizens. You're not a citizen. It should be based off your parents, not the soil, but whatever. That's a different thing. <clears throat> But yeah, we're living in crazy times. Well, yeah. I hope it fucking gets, you know, better after the election. But the Listen, way they're setting it up, it's going to be like it's like getting worse. To some degree, I guess, to be fair and to mention it, like, I don't know if it's the right that certainly the right does this stuff. If you want to see what it's like. I know. Okay. And that's why it's fucking crazy when people like call think I'm like some kind of super Christian right winger. It's like, I'm not like I'm center right. It just so looks like right, a far right because get, the left is so fucking far left crazy. From the right, what you get is the Antichrist, okay? Is you get these some of these religious Republicans that believe that Obama is the Antichrist. You know, that's what they do. This is how they are, whatever. But you never got that with Bill Clinton. It was never Bill Clinton is the Antichrist and shit like this. But every single Republican president for a long time now has been literally Hitler somehow even though that's not what that means. 
somehow <laughs> literally hitler it's it's insane if you go back john mccain was considered hitlerian he's a racist mitt romney homophobe racist this is their strategy george bush same thing it's their strategy which is stupid because it's just escalated because it's been allowed to be said over and over this like, is what it looks like when you don't step in front of children and say that's ridiculous yeah, it, it's stupid. Like that, everyone thinks that Republicans are some racist entity. When the Republican Party itself was formed to end racism, in yeah, the but the party world. switched, dude. The party switched. Remember oh, Southern yeah, strategy? Even though none of the senators or congressmen switched, like, like the 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 Republican Party was literally formed to combat racism in America, or not ra- uh, uh slavery. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. But it's switched, man. And what we mean by that is the racists in the South stopped voting Democrat and started voting Republican, even though none of the senators and congressmen switched. Yeah. And then the, uh, you know, the, our first Republican president or was shot and murdered after, after abolishing slavery by. I don't know, a Democrat. Well, you know, the problem is, once again, it's predicated on this idea that all these people in the South are racist. It's just a... a despite I think most fact, people in the South nowadays are from the North. So, but, but, but here's the thing. Who are the most racist people you typically see? Like white college girls and boys that like don't don't realize they're being racist. And I don't even mean microaggressions. I mean like the same thing Biden said, where they just, they think about things in the incorrect way. They it's like, oh man, we gotta, we gotta have, we have to have, it's like the argument of affirmative action. A Republican will say, we don't need affirmative action anymore because black people are fine. And then uh, one of these white fucking college fucking living in a nice house, their dad, mom's nice fucking house will come in and just be like, or one of those people will come in and just be like, uh, excuse me, black people need affirmative action because racism exists and there are racist people. So they need like, no, they don't need that. There's no evidence of racism. The, um, the only color that businesses care about is green. You fucking idiot. Uh, no, it black people. You're, you're just saying that black people need affirmative action. Yes, they need it. For what they need affirmative action so you're saying they need white people's help now i'm saying they need affirmative action which is what <laughs> white people's help <laughs> i mean they don't fucking register that that's what they're doing that they're they're advocating that black people require the assistance of white people in order to make it in order to get a job in order to get anything to, to get through college black, like affirmative action says that a black kid needs a lower score to get through college than a white kid or an asian kid that's racist. That's a fucking prejudice concept that black people aren't capable of hitting the same scores as white and Asian people. Now, if you want to make a claim that there needs to be more black kids in college, then start some programs where you help black kids get into college. But this idea that their test scores need to be lower, that's racist. Hello, you fucking idiot. That's racist. You are saying that black people are inferior to white people on an intellectual level. 
that's what you're saying when you say they only need to when they when they need lower test scores you're treating them like children and these people they don't recognize that that's what they're doing they don't recognize they don't get it they think in their mind they're the heroes they're p- protecting the black people they are the great white hype <laughs> I, I don't i i don't understand these people like what do you what do you say to someone i mean even in that twitter argument like we were talking about mail-in voting I, I, you know, I told him, you know, go back and look for an article, but put in a date from before 2016 was Trump when Trump was president. And I posted the articles like, yeah, but they're just talking about people fucking up their ballots. And I had to be like, what are you talking about? I'm like snipping pieces of the article, you know, like screenshots and posting them. Like it's literally right in front of your face. It's right in front of your face. And they still just continue to go down this stupid retard path of like, I know you are, but what am I? Okay, well, conversation done, I guess, because we've reached the end. It's when the ad hominem attacks start. Yeah, that's NPC what responses. NPC responses. My responses are limited. This fucking fake Joe Biden tweet. I'm going to take a couple of days off the campaign trail. Cuties is on Netflix. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to get into that. We're two hours in. This was supposed to be a quick thing based on two Facebook posts. And now here we are. So video games. What's up with video games, huh? What is up with video games? I mean, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. There's really nothing going on right now. Marvel Avengers came out. Nobody cares. It's not that good. Everybody's been playing. This is how bad it is. Everybody's been playing that shitty fucking uh, Among Us. Among Us game. Well, I guess that's better than the other one. At least, at least people aren't playing that. Uh, What's Among Us anymore? Among Us is like a thing. The video game, you know, it's um, ah. it's essentially you know, someone someone in this group is not aligned with us. Someone is like an assassin or whatever trying to kill us so all it's like town of salem yeah 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 and you know it's crazy to see games that have been around for a long time suddenly be popular because it was done in a way that i don't i don't know like this has been done time and time again but suddenly this one's popular i don't get it i really don't get how the the trending shit works in in anything like this is a great example. Like Did PewDiePie play it. I think this one's popular because it's also on mobile. It's free on mobile Maybe. with ads. Maybe. So you know, anyone might, can play. It might also just be that streamers are dictating what's popular now and shit like that as well. So I mean, I'm just glad that that, that shitty ass game's not the thing that's popular right now anymore. That that terrible BR that was like the fucking I don't even know what you would call it. Oh, Fall Guys. Fall Guys, yeah. That's that's Fallen. Was that even a BR? I only saw clips of that. It just looked they, like... They call it a BR because it's a bunch of people playing against each other. It's... Let's be honest, okay? It's a massively... It's a massive version of a fucking... Of Mario Party without the board game aspect. They just took the part... It's just a, a Chinese game to make a lot of fucking money. You know, it's... Chinese the thing is fall guys isn't that impressive it was weird to me that twitch that it was even popular on twitch for a while because 
it's not impressive. It's just one person. You see from one person's vantage of how it is. But I, I totally get Among Us. Again, I don't understand why Secret Hitler and, you know, these other games that existed that were that are basically this same exact game didn't make it beforehand because a game like Among Us is great for streaming. I mean, you get when, when somebody's the killer, you get to see the machinations of how they're doing it from the, the backside. But you also, if when they're not the killer, you're right there with them trying to solve the mystery as the viewer. And um, it's it's fun because you get people coming together. You get to see people lying to each other. And it's it's all the kind of drama that people love in reality television without all the gays punching each other. Wow, it took a dark turn all of a sudden. It's sitting at the top right now with uh, 305,000 viewers on Twitch and then 274,000 for just chatting because nothing will ever be as popular as titties. And Grand Theft Auto 5 is 173,000 viewers. League of Legends, Counter-Strike, Call of Duty, Minecraft, Fortnite, World of Warcraft. Hey, Fortnite has almost fallen behind World of Warcraft. Getting good. Getting better. Time since the last podcast we played Outward for a day. That was terrible. We did play Outward. It's I don't mind it. I think you tried to get me to buy it. Well, I think Monty would like it more than Mike likes it because it's first of all it's very D and D esque in terms of the the systems. Like um, it's you know it's got the whole you put your bed roll down anywhere you want, make camp wherever you want. Just like I'm not super into D and D. But mm-hmm. it has a lot of survival mechanics to it as an RPG. That's that's the prospect that I think you would like. It's nothing that Mike would like. I mean, I thought it. I would mean, be I like the concept, but the problem is the survival shit is not my thing, and the RPG thing isn't strong enough to keep me attached. And the game well, mechanics. In my are opinion, bad. the There's... problem is the game mechanics. It's just that it doesn't have a connective feel to like it. People game... people say that it's like. It's there for the people who crave more Morrowind, but I wouldn't even go so far as to say Morrowind was more technically advanced. It really does feel like Morrowind with like the animations and shit. Things, things just, that's my only problem with this game. I love everything about it, except for the fact that when you swing your weapon, it doesn't really feel like you're making contact with the enemy and it can be confusing uh, at times. I mean, I was almost dead and didn't even realize it because nothing was making contact with me. It was just going right through me. Right. And you look at a game like World of Warcraft that does this really well. Uh, World of Warcraft has a swing timer gameplay style, which means that when you attack the enemy, you have a swing timer. So you swing, and then a background timer happens before you swing again that you're not in charge of with your auto attacks. But at the same time, you have abilities that can interrupt those auto attacks or, or fall in between those auto attacks. And the auto attacks still happen, but they happen in the background while you're doing the swing. And these animations preside over your auto attack animation. But let's say you're swinging your weapon in World of Warcraft and you get hit. Instead of your character not reacting, what happens is your character reacts as they do the animation. So there's parts of the of the body that will react to getting hit. And you know and there's also a sound cue that happens for your character getting hit. So all of these things go into understanding that you are being hit. There's a noise like a clang that happens that when you get hit, there's your character making a grunting sound. There's the reactionary thing where your feet will stay planted, but your and your your character will swing, and while it's in swing, its body will you know the swing will continue through and look good, but 
after the swing is over, it still plays the you just got hit animation. And it looks good. It You would think that that would look weird because you're not, you know, being hit at that moment, but it, it works. I think it worked, honestly. There's enough in between. You know, the times that you don't see your character getting hit in between you powering through the attack, you know, it's immediately typically followed up because there's not, there, this game has no auto attack function. It's uh, every time you press a button, an ability happens and that's it. And I mean, it's so long story short, all, all the things right. I liked about that game, Dark Souls does better. True. It's pretty much it. I mean, I'll still go back and play Dark Souls 3 again at any point. I played a little bit of Wasteland Three. Yeah, we'll go back to that. I'm I'm kind of hoping there's going to be like a a patch to fix some of the common bugs. Like there's a lot of shit when we were driving around in the truck where I would just get like that giant UI that would show me like the last thing said in the conversation, and it's just annoying. So mm-hmm. it made us want to play Divinity. So we've been playing Divinity again, and now this other the bug has cropped up with Divinity, where the sound constantly cuts out my CPU spikes, and that's really fucking annoying to deal with. Well, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I mean, Divinity is better than ever, except for that fucking, that bug and Wasteland seems good. It just, it's, it needs, it needs a hot fix or something. And other than that, I've been playing Call of Duty, but there's not really much new to talk about with that. Uh, Well, there was the, uh, the Cold War reveal. Cold War reveal. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it looks, it looks good. I know some people are bitching about the multiplayer, but. I mean, the time to kill is lower know. than Black Ops 4. It's just higher than Modern Warfare. We're back to having like health bars, which I actually kind of liked. I kind of like the arcadiness of it. Um, I agree. I feel like. Because um, people are going to take it and do arcadey shit, like jump around corners and slide into your legs with a yeah. shotgun, even if it's the Modern fact, Warfare. The Call of Duty series in, it, in itself is an arcade shooter or FPS game. And I hate it when they try and introduce realistic elements, but the game's still arcadey as fuck. Like, I, I like that Black Ops is embracing the arcadiness because it, it's just silly that you get something like Modern Warfare 2 where they're trying to keep, like, hyper-realistic, but at the same time, people are jumping four feet in the air and yeah. fucking shooting you in the face. Like, well, it seems like yeah. they're trying to pull that down in the next one. I hope so. Well, the, I know there's something about the sprinting where you, there's no tactical sprint. You like start out fast and it slows down to a baseline sprint or something. But no matter what it is, people are going to find a way to fucking exploit it and come out with some weird, oh, this makes your character do this fucked up animation that people have trouble aiming at. I don't at. know why you need to jump in Call of Duty. Why? Why do we still have these shooter games where you can jump? I get if it's an arcade game like Fortnite or something. Like sliding weird. Sliding's unrealistic. Sliding's stupid. It should maybe a combat dive, but you know, the second you hit the ground, you're you're not hitting anything for you know at least half a second. There are easy ways that. to do. Like I don't mind that there's jumping in a game. It kind of lets you have a sense of more freedom of motion. But if they're not gonna do it, like well, sure. Though. But if it's gonna be in a game like Call of Duty. Like, sure, you should be able to aim and shoot while you're jumping, but it's going to be almost impossible to fucking hit anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, here's what I want anybody out there to do. Uh, grab a pencil and piece of paper, and like on a clipboard or something, and then just start jumping around and try to write your name. Right. While you're jumping. 
Okay. That's about how accurate you would be. If I could go to a firing range and test this without getting fucking kicked out instantly. (laughs) Because they'd be like, that is unsafe. You're a Get a, nerf, get, out, get a get fucking uh, airsoft pistol, whatever. It's not possible, man. The moment you jump, your whole body is in motion and you're just, you're not going to be accurate. Well, also, I mean, when people jump in real life, they use their arms to get more momentum, to get more height. Here's what so I'll how say. high are you going to be able to jump, really, if aiming down sights? In your game, yeah. if. I get it. Okay, Rainbow Six doesn't do it. It works just fine. But if. You want to put jumping in your game. The only thing you should be able to do while you're jumping is fucking hip fire. Okay. And when you land, there's got to be like a, a one second, two second delay before you can ADS. Because if you were to jump full sprint as far as you could jump, when you land, your whole body is going to try to collapse on itself. So you have to use your your core muscles to stop that from happening. That means any kind of gun you would have pulling up to aim would also be moving with your core. So it'd be going down and then jerking back up and then you'd have to kind of stabilize yourself. So that's about two seconds, roughly two seconds. Also no fucking shooting as you're going prone. Yeah, Yeah, that's stupid too. Nobody does that. You want a battle drive, that's fine. Where like it gives you a mini stun grenade effect when you try an ADS when jumping because you fucking smack yourself in the face with your fucking rifle. Chance. <laughs> like a 50-50 chance that that'll happen. Then sure, maybe. Okay, yeah, let him do it. Oops, I fucking stunned myself because I'm a fucking well, idiot. Because you know, if I take the gun, right, and then I put, I put it right next to my cheekbone, okay, and then I start running and jump like that, Wherever I'm looking is where I'm shooting, bro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hot gas in the eyeball. And I also, I also don't like the the crossplay thing. I mean, I like that you know it'll extend the life cycle of the game when all the yeah, PC what? players drop off. But that fucking auto aim, man. And I know there's going to be people out there like it's not auto aim, it's aim assist. Like, look, I've seen what it's auto capable of. Really I saw someone demonstrate a bug where enemy players were disappearing and they were just oh, ADS oh. at a fucking door. And as the invisible guy came in, this guy spun around. Like, I know what happens when you use a controller, and it just facilitates that whole jumping around a corner, aiming and shooting thing because you don't need to identify your target. You just have to get close, and the controller takes care of the rest. Here's what I'll say to all you defending ATS fucking aim assist bitches, okay? Aim assist on controller is required. You know, you're just a punk bitch that can't go toe-to-toe with somebody. That's your problem. If you want to play cross-platform to increase the longevity of your of the game, that should be the more important factor than how, how well Consoles you Consoles also support somebody. mouse and keyboard now, and you could probably get Oh, even per- so. perfectly serviceable mouse and keyboard for less than a controller or close to the same price. Right? Controllers. So you're a little bitch if you can't go toe to toe with somebody because of an implement. It's so fucking stupid. It's not that big of a fucking. Difference. I did just fine in Red Dead Redemption with a controller with no aim assist. So yeah. I don't want to hear it. I did just yeah. fine, and I'm old. We don't. Talking Monty as our as our reaction times go down. 
uh, we got to, you know, use ever increasing better hardware to make up for it. <laughs> I still run 60 Hertz monitors. No, that oh, should be, that's... you need to, you need to upgrade seriously. <laughs> all your shit. See that link uh, I posted? Think about how that's well, holding me back. Websites fucked up their they, pricing on a 3090. Yeah, and they're not going to fucking honor that price. Uh, they, don't have they, might, they might not. They don't have to. It's a mistake. Yeah. There's no law that says they have to honor a price. They could change it at any time. That's what you click I agree on when you go to purchase shit. I agree that you can pull the rug out from under me as long I mean, as. Whatever. It's a. <laughs> the as, the only but they're not allowed to do is sell you something cheaper and then say expensive. They're not allowed to go. Hey, you bought this for a hundred, but it's actually three hundred, so we charged you three hundred. They the can't misconception. Do that. What they can do is go. You don't get I'm it. Is you try it, and the worst that would happen is they just give you your money back and say sorry, right. we can't honor that. Yeah, that was a so, mistake. I mean, on our part. you know. Apologies. It's like that story of that lady who flipped out because she saw like an electric toothbrush or something for a penny because it was like the tag behind the tag and it wasn't supposed to be there and then flipped out on the person for not honoring the price. The only time oh. that a store will do something like that is if you see like a sale and it's within the date range and it says it's going to be a certain price and there's no reason why it shouldn't be the price that they're advertising, but it's like not in the computer. They'll honor. The I remember price. I got some SSDs for like $120 off at uh best buy one time because they had the wrong label on there and i when i went to buy it i had no idea that it was the wrong label and when they ring it up i'm like oh wait that's not the price i saw i'm like well never mind and they they're like well let's take me back there and i'll look at it so i showed them and they're like oh okay so they gave me that price and i was like yeah and it has a lot to do with company policy and how reasonable the request is and even if the person's a fucking asshole when they ask for the price that was advertised. Like, I, I wasn't even asking for the price that was advertised. I just said, well, I guess I'll just not buy them. And they're like, well, we'll take a look at them. Same thing happened at Micro Center. Uh, I'm talking like this shit happened in like fucking April, I think. And they still had a Black Friday price on a computer case. And I'm like, oh, sweet. It's actually pretty cheap. And I didn't know what the like normal price was, but. I knew that it was higher than that, and it didn't say that it was a Black Friday price tag, so I just figured they were charging cheaper for it, and when they rung it up, it was the wrong price, and I was just like, okay, weird, because it said a different price, and it was the same thing that, that happened in Best Buy. They're like, okay, let's take a look at it. They saw it. They took the price tag down, and they said, you know, since it was up there when he saw it, we'll honor it, and whatever, so, you know, I got that for a little cheaper, too. Yeah, and I mean that it's a company policy, right? Like it's better for them to not make as much money, but to make the customer happy. Cause then you'll be willing to, to come back. But if you're a fucking asshole or if, even if they're assholes, like they don't have to honor that. Well, they shouldn't have to. That's it's just a mistake. I mean, honestly, that's like, it's like, I mean, people need to really be a little more empathetic in situations like this. Imagine you accidentally put your house up for 50000 when it's 150000 And somebody comes up and is like, I should get to buy that because you accidentally listed it that way. Like, come on. Let's be fucking serious. Let's be fucking serious people. Okay? And the only reason why people oh, are yeah, like I that used to is get... because it's not their shit that they have to... Here's, here's they, a good example totally of how stupid it is. Until it's their mistake that they've made. 
I used to work in the meat and seafood department department at Earth Fair, and uh, so we had this one fish that was really good. It was uh, sea bass. It was like thirty dollars a pound, something like that. And uh, people would come in always asking for salmon because salmon was always on sale for dirt cheap, and we'd always run out. So they'd come in on like the last day of the sale. We don't have enough. You know, there's no salmon left. Be like, well, can I get the sea bass for the same price? No. That's what while supplies last means. What if these people are just fucking cheap as fuck? Why are you here if you can't afford it? <laughs> like what? Buy a pack of sea bass from Walmart and cook it your fucking self, you cheap bastard. It was, I mean, there were some pretty good fringe benefits for that job because, like, when people would return things, like, let's say someone wants sea bass, right? This actually happened. They wanted like a pound of sea bass. They go with continue their shopping. They get up to pay for it and realize it's $30 a pound. Oh, I don't want it. Come and bring it back to me. Now, my job description says I'm supposed to write that in the book and throw it in the trash. Like, I, it's, it's been out of refrigeration. We don't know if anyone did anything to it. We don't want to deal with the liability. So we just throw it out. Well, I would just take it home because I have a hard time wasting shit like that. So I actually got to try sea bass at $30 a pound. And man, is it fucking good. <laughs> it's great. It's like lobster. Jesus. <laughs> I got some really fucking stupid questions working in a supermarket. Did you know, lobster used to be fried back in the day when the settlers came over to the United States of America at that time period. Lobster was not considered a luxury food, it was considered a poor person's food. They oh, would actually fried. fry the lobster. Lobsters everywhere. In those areas. It really doesn't belong in the luxury category. I don't understand why. It's how a lot of things work, though. It's like the shit cuts of meat become the luxury, like caviar. It's like the same yeah. thing with like oysters and shit. Right. You find those everywhere. They are fucked. Like, there are invasive species of oysters that are just destroying ecosystems. Correct. And they're just killing it's, them. It's and not, you know. Why, it why the fuck make any sense? Lobster, mm, yeah, that's that's worth the money. What wait? What are we? Corn beef we're, too. We're smothering it in fucking butter and garlic sauce. <laughs> like what is? Like, <laughs> like why would we? If it's so expensive, why are we covering up the flavor? Oh, because it doesn't really have any flavor. Okay, I got you. It's just got a subtle sweetness. It's like to crab I, legs. If they I, weren't I, as honestly, good, I am not a huge fan of lobster myself. I don't. It's I prefer crab shrimp. I've been eating since I was a kid. Crab. Yeah, crab. I like Listen, I would part. Hey, I'd eat lobster if it was cheaper. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know. I I prefer shrimp over lobster. I prefer. Well, yeah, the, like, fuck yeah. Of course, shrimp and crab all that's day. That's not a fight. Lobster. I like all of it. Shellfish is fucking delicious. Hey, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I just I don't. It's crazy how people will make things luxury items like that, and then corn beef. The, Corn well, beef okay, corn was different. Well, corned beef my, was a shitty cut of meat that they had to cure and turn into. Yeah, but well, it shouldn't be as expensive as it is. It, it used to be round, I think. Mm. Not like the shape, like the cut was the round, yeah, the yeah. and it yeah. wasn't a very expensive. It was very tough and lean. I guess and shit. Is and now it's fucking expensive as shit. I guess the idea is if you're doing that to meat, you might as well do it to a shittier cut. But then I guess they're I also think the story goes there. is like that's all it was. It used to be a cheaper cut. It was like, you know, the lower class of society eating it. 
So they had to do something to give it flavor and tenderize it, and they corn beefed it. <laughs> Whatever you do to turn round into corn beef. <laughs> yeah. And now it's really fucking expensive, and I don't know why. I mean, actually, you'd be very well served to take all the holidays that you celebrate and celebrate them a week after the actual holiday. Because there's a lot of fucking extra ham after Easter that's really cheap. There's a lot of corned beef after St. Patrick's Day that's really cheap. Yeah, I plan on buying a uh, a prime rib roast right after Thanksgiving. I got steaks to cook yeah. tonight. And I plan to dry age it until Christmas. So. Oh, that's a mistake. Of... <laughs> okay. This coming from the guy who learns everything from YouTube. Hey, fuck you. That's literally... <laughs> the and I've dry It's fucking great. It's, YouTube is the encyclopedia of our time. Okay. <laughs> You like an old man, like the problem with Wikipedia is anybody can put information there. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, I would. It's not I would YouTube. Argue. I don't trust its people. Yeah, but the point is, is instead of the encyclopedia <gasps> that is like just a dozen people that get to decide what go in there and can just control it and lie about it, YouTube and Wikipedia, for example can have a ton of good and bad information and you get to decide yourself based off of what makes sense. Listen, I listen to people like Alton Brown and shit like that who have cooking shows and have been on television and they don't just fucking cook food for you like Gordon Ramsay does and say it's good because they cook shit and tell you the chemistry behind it and why you should do certain things a certain way. Well, that's kind of been Alton Brown's thing like forever though. That's- Alton Brown's best steak ever is a flank cut, all right? And you just put it on the coals. That's his. That's I, his I actually like flank steak. If you marinate yeah, it, fucking it great. Turns out really fucking good. You should look up the uh, butter butter aged steak, Monty. God, you basically cover a steak though, in gotta... butter and age it that way. Let the butter solidify. Yeah, it I, really I suppose. Hey man, I wonder if it I know that people like grilled steak cooked. and everything, but my favorite is still pan fried with butter and thyme and shit. Oh, that's wrong. You with shut that. the fuck up. There's nothing wrong with that. To be fair, <laughs> I mean I've been doing mine on a grill, but if I don't grill it, I put it in the air fryer. It does pretty good. I'll try this how, next how time. How do we go from Call of Duty to this? <laughs> Who, who cares, man? Steak is still. I'm fucking hungry. I'm looking at Postmates right now, trying to figure out what I want to order. <laughs> fucking hungry. Listen, yeah. look. Here's what you do. It's super easy. You put whatever. You put your uh, your pan high enough so that the butter doesn't burn, but it sizzles. Okay. You let the butter get hot. Use a lot of butter, and then put some like rosemary, maybe a little bit, but definitely like thyme, garlic cloves. Cut them up or crush them and throw them in there. Let it infuse into the We've butter a little bit. Gordon Ramsay cook a steak, okay? I haven't. I I okay. made this up myself. And then you throw the steak in, and then while you don't move it, but while it's cooking, you tilt the pan and use a spoon and like put the butter over the top of the steak a few times. You baste yeah. it. Listen, Monty, we're doing the Joe Rogan style podcast now. That's where we don't come to the podcast with any ideas. We just literally sit down. <laughs> And I mean, one of us is high and brings now, but that's kind of Monty's how it's high. always been. One of us is high and just brings shit up randomly. If you ever watch a Joe Rogan podcast, that's what they do. It's like, hey, I'm here with uh, Elon Musk. Hey, how's it going? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a I mean, fucking disaster when they when they both are into weed. 
Yeah. Because then it just turns into a four-hour conversation about, yeah, man, I'll get you some. I'll make sure to get you some of that. Oh, have you tried this stuff? No? Oh, shit, you hey, got to try it. It's like, this, okay, I'll be sure to get you some of that. <laughs> there was this clip about a monkey ripping some dude's balls off. Did you see it? Bring it up, Jamie. Bring that clip up of the monkey ripping the dude's balls off. Bring it up yeah, for the podcast. See. Monkeys, monkeys are crazy, man. They'll fucking, they'll eat your dick off. And Oh, here it is right there. Oh, look how brutal that is. Jesus. That guy's got no dick anymore. Hey, remember that woman that cut that dude's dick off? <laughs> Monica Lewinsky? No, it wasn't Monica Lewinsky. It's some other crazy lady. But speaking of Monica Lewinsky, can you believe she sucked Bill Clinton's dick? What's that got to be like? Sucking Bill Clinton's dick? I'd ask Hillary Clinton, but she probably doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever. That's all they do. They just talk. I mean, I love Joe Rogan's podcast. That's just going to be our our style from now on. Yeah, we're talking about fucking steak because that's what got brought up, and so we started talking. Yeah, if about it was Joe Rogan, we had to talk about elk and jalapenos. You Whatever. Know, you go fucking elk hunting, man. That's elk his fallback. Fucking delicious. That's his fallback when he's got nothing to say. Like he's like, okay, shit. Uh, fallback on DMT. You ever taken DMT? <laughs> what was that like? What kind of trips did you have? Oh yeah, man. I got high on DMT and then I killed my family. Whoa, that's that's crazy, dude. That's good though. DMT will make you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me think about how my parents were pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if the Columbine kids took DMT. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of shit that they talk about. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's great. Maybe that's why it's not successful because it's just people sitting there talking shit to each other, just talking about random shit. We're coming onto this podcast going like, all right, what are we going to talk about today? Okay, I got got this, this, and this. Okay, I'll bring a segue into this shit. Maybe we should just talk about whatever's happening. That's what we do. That's what we've been doing. I, mean, I haven't planned kinda, this out in like a year. Kinda. This is. I mean, we we were just talking about steak. Is my point. That's not probably the first time we've ever done. Something oh yeah, like steak, butter aged steak, Monty. Look it up. I, not I right now, I, but yeah, that's a lot of butter, man. Yeah, Butter's delicious. Butter. Yeah, and expensive. <laughs> like, really. Make your own butter. Yeah. Okay. Make your own butter from here girlfriend's fucking human breast milk I, what are we talking about make your own butter talking about whipping cream jesus oh i have thought it, you were talking about it, like collecting the collecting the uh, that's what the scratches you're making it from scratch milk some fucking pigeons and make my own fucking <laughs> i thought you were talking about <laughs> collecting you could sell that you could probably sell that to the hippies right <laughs> the hipsters uh, yes yeah, so 100% organic pigeon butter, butter. No, not pigeon. You can't milk pigeons. You can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> they don't have nipples. <laughs> you got to collect your the the buildup around your ball sack that builds up over the day. Munda cheese. Yeah, and then you just build that up and sell it as uh, ball cheese. Oh, they'll take it. No problem. Ball butter. Cheese. Ball butter. Don't call it cheese. That sounds worse. Ball butter. Yeah. Butter ball. <laughs> Steak. Mm-hmm. Butterball turkey. Oh, you're getting somewhere with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's where butterball turkey comes from. Listen, Melania she's, says, My balls are huge, and every year we have a butterball turkey. And she's like, Wow. I don't say it, but she says it like, Wow. That's the biggest butterball turkey I've ever seen. Second to your balls, your butterballs. And then I'm like, Jesus, lady, come on. I'm just one guy. <laughs> People say that. I don't say that. 
people say. But I but I agree with them. But they're right, you know. All right. Cool. This is the you know the only thing I have to say is that Donald Trump saw the fall of Fortnite in his election, his presidency, his presidency, his his presidency in the last four years has brought us the decline of Fortnite. So I mean, who are you voting for? Honestly, I mean, all he had to say was Space Force. Space Force. I got two words for you, losers. Space Force. You hear that right now? Hear that sound? That's not crickets. That's the sound of Putin and China shaking in their boots or their sandals, whatever those people wear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, the same people that are going to vote for Biden and shit can't make fun of them for a second. They just deify people. This goes back to the religion thing. they've, They've religified their politics so much that they deify these people. To the point that they can't even make fun of them. You'll see Trump supporters all the time just embracing the humor surrounding Donald Trump. Like, yeah, that's funny. I mean, Stephen Crowder does it all the time. Uh, my, some of my favorite Stephen Crowder bits are the ones where he's dressed up as Trump. You get these great hits. The Have you seen those? The, the Stephen Crowder Trump greatest hits? I don't think so. It's a great ad. I got to pull it up. <laughs> It's so fucking hilarious. He plays this ad sometimes. <clears throat> now that's what I call Trump is the parody, <laughs> right? Because it's the, like those commercials that you that you get from uh, the late night. That's what I call pop or whatever the fuck. But it's Trump singing it, and he's he's sitting there singing some of the so- songs like. <laughs> and he's got some good ones. Some of them are great. Some of them aren't that good. My favorite one's the Hillary Clinton one. Where's the Hillary Clinton one? Oh, yeah, this one, the California one. Welcome to the shit hole called California. (laughs) (laughs) There's a homeless face. Poop all over the place. (laughs) I think I did see that, actually. (laughs) Now that you mentioned it. He nails the humorous mannerisms of Trump where it's like, there's poop all over the place and it'll just stop singing the song and go, that's a poop. (laughs) (laughs) That's the uh, change my mind guy, right? Yeah, he's hilarious. I watch a lot of his shit. He's got the Pete Buttigieg song. Spish, spash, they were taking a bath. <laughs> and it was a couple of... <laughs> oh, shit. Voted on by the attendees of the weekly White House talent show. <laughs> Taco Bell it is. News. It's all fake news. <laughs> B-I-G-C-U-N-T That's how you spell Hillary <laughs> B-I-G-C-U-N-T Selling him for Hillary God damn it It's so fucking good and, and he's making fun of Trump But it's great He'll have Trump's son on the show Talk to him And then they'll, they'll have that ad run it's hilarious. 
The left can't doesn't do this. They, they, show me where the left makes fun of Bernie Sanders or anything like that, other than the ones. I think it's funny him. when he goes and confronts the people that were talking shit about him on the internet, but he's always dressed like a complete oh, I lunatic. Can't watch, I can't watch the change my minds or that shit because it's so fucking cringy. I can't watch the cringe of these fucking people sitting there saying the shit that I've heard over and over. It's like, more the concept. It's not the moment to moment funny. It's just the fact well, that I he's think, dressed like Uncle Sam in a pair of boxers. I think like <laughs> I think like um the change my mind thing is good for people that haven't been been seeing that shit. I've been watching SJW shit since before 2016. I've been seeing this shit since so I've gotten to the point where I don't even want to hear it anymore because it's just the same dribble. It's like listening to a religious person's argument over It's and good over though. And you know, I think part of it's good for my mental health because, you know, you, you go on Facebook and you're used to like seeing happy things and now it's like, I still have the habit of going on Facebook in the morning just to scroll. And, uh, I just end up getting pissed off and wanting to respond to people. And then I realize it's going to ruin my whole day. If I have to go back and forth between, you know, fucking responding to posts. So eventually I just turned it off. And, uh, I think I'm finally getting to the point where I don't feel the need to, uh, go on Facebook as much. So Thanks, I, wanted, thanks, I forgot to bring this up, but I wanted to bring this up earlier because we were talking about it. Um, and I, I didn't get to get get around to it, even though I, I had had it to talk about. But just the two points we were really talking about the politics stuff, like, <clears throat> you know, I there was a post on uh, Twitter the other day, um, that I was kind of looking, I was looking at a lot of people were just kind of randomly shitting on it here and there, and it's it's one of those things where, I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't know that this side of people exist, that these people are real. Like, you know, you'll hear people say like, oh, the left wants to do all this crazy shit about, you know, changing the definition of gender and shit like that. And, and people on the left will typically go, that's not real. <laughs> that's just, you're just making that up. There's, there's nobody out there. That no one's going to take them seriously. Right. And then they do problem is if you look at these are very large groups of people that think like this and it's fine for them to think that way but it needs to be pointed out and talked about like it's it's really disturbing that these people exist now so this guy made a post guy lady i don't fucking know um whatever says love all lesbians he him lesbians are valid now he continues on he them lesbians are valid he her lesbians are valid by pan lesbians and it doesn't say are valid they them lesbians are valid z zim lesbians are valid het by lesbians apparently aren't valid she her lesbians are valid and she them lesbians are valid now they're too afraid to say aren't valid because they don't want to turn against their allies and you don't have to go any farther than he, him, lesbians are valid. This is a person that is a man that is into women. Well, that's called straight. And the problem with this disposition is that it denies trans people. This is supposed to be wokeness, but just like the stuff we talked about before, this person is so blind to their well, own. Well, even though they want all inclusivity, inclusivity it's going to just exclude the people they don't want to hear from. Well, it gets crazier because you try to apply logic to this. You're like, okay, he, him, lesbians are just straight men. Um, They're not lesbians. And furthermore, that undermines the idea that 
trans people choose to a trans woman who wants to transition to a man, you're now going to call that person a lesbian? Is that is that what he him lesbians are? But they they should be considered straight if that's what they're. But no, it goes crazier than that because the reason why this person didn't include the the um is the people taking this out of context and not understanding the tweet. There's a reason why there isn't a is valid behind the two others LMAO. And the reasoning for that, and they go on to say this uh, further down in the post, is that um, he, him, lesbians are women or women aligning people who use he, him pronouns. They aren't men. This is what some people are saying in here. So basically this guy's saying that the reason why and I'm trying to find the post here, but he it's further down. He says that the reason why he didn't say that uh, bi slash pan lesbians or het slash bi lesbians aren't valid. The reason why he didn't say that they are valid rather is because they like men. They're bisexual or they're pansexual or they're heterosexual. They like men. So they're not valid as lesbians. Um, what? <laughs> Why do we need different people all throwing in their fucking two cents as to what the well, rules the are cr- and who's valid? Live your fucking life and stop worrying about what other people are fucking saying and who well, accepts you. It's like, crazy. Fuck off. I thought this was based in reality and just reasoning, but it's not. If you read these people, by the way, this guy's got 1,600 retweets, okay, on this post, 7,500 likes. So this isn't a small group of people. It's not a, a massive group of people, but there are a lot of people that think this way. Now, I'm just going to go through some of the comments, being this person and other people included, and give you an example of what the entire comment section is. Very few people are saying things like me, where I say, yeah, but what about straight lesbians? No comments on those, nothing from anybody. Nobody wants to engage because they're afraid. Uh, this, this is the yeah, religion. I disagree, but I don't know why. And I'm going to piss someone off if I reply to that. So This person says, nothing but bangers for your account. Uh, this person says, thank you. And also, Faye slash fear lesbians are also valid too. I use she slash her and Faye slash fair. So I hope I'm valid. You I've are never heard of those valid. words until you just said them. Uh, let's look it up. What is uh, Faye slash fair? I guarantee you it's some people that play Dungeons and Dragons and want to pretend they're fairies. Pronoun Island. <laughs> Pan Island? <laughs> you heard it here for folks. Penisland.com. Okay. That's an old uh, joke. Meaning, That's from the beginning of the of internet. Meaning and fair. It's F-A-E, so like you would say elf people in fucking, it's literally spelled like Feywild. Well, not Fey, Feywild is F-E-Y, I guess. Uh, Fey and Fey are gender neutral pi- pronouns, less common. Like, okay, because we got to have six different ones for gender neutral. Hi, what does Z slash Zim pronouns mean? Thank you. They are neo pronouns. Great. <clears throat> what does that uh, mean? Says, Obviously. I mean, I so think this, it's pretty self-explanatory. I already read this one, but this is the craziness. This is why they think this way. It's not because they're undermining trans people that become, you know, like a woman that trans is to a man and is into women. That's not a lesbian. That should be considered a straight person by their own concepts. But the reason w- they're not talking about that, what they're talking about is this. 
he slash him lesbians are women or women or women aligning people who use he slash him pronouns. They aren't men. So it's women that are using he and him as their pronouns, but aren't men. They're not trans to men. They don't consider themselves men. They just use he slash him because for fun. You have to sit down with like a fucking calculator to figure out what you are. I mean, I, I can't imagine this stuff just comes naturally to people. Like someone's going to sit like, what is my identity? And they have to do like fucking calculus to figure it out. Well, this is the problem with it is they're not making sense. It's not a, it's not about, okay. Yeah, I get it. You, I, I understand a woman that wants to transition or maybe, you know, is thinking about transitioning, but doesn't really want to go through the process, but wants to be considered a man so they say he and him i get that because he and him describes men it's a it's a pronoun used to describe males so i understand using that pronoun if you're a female and you want to be described as a male i can understand that i might not agree with it necessarily but i can at least understand the concept behind it i can understand the concept behind dragon kin and shit like that people that want to pretend they're dragons and shit because yeah I mean, whatever dragging at least there's a rationality to it to some degree but women that are lesbians or women aligning people, whatever women aligning people even fucking means, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Using he and him, but aren't men or don't want to be considered men. It's just fucking stupid. It's like saying I'm a Muslim. Oh, do you practice the Muslim faith? No, I just like to call myself a Muslim. You're being a fucking idiot. Okay. Sit the fuck down and shut up. At some point, we have to start hitting these people over the head with hammers. Not because we want to kill them, but because they need lobotomies, and that's how you do a lobotomy without the the nail. I mean, I'm sorry. Just, just are we gonna? Is this allowed? We're just gonna let people fucking mutilate the language like it's nothing. We're just going to do that and accept it. I mean, I don't have a problem with these people saying this in their private lives, but to demand that this is the fucking standard, to demand that this is what is said, to demand that you call this person he, him, even though they have nothing to do with men and don't want to be a man. And well, the worst part is if you don't, that is misgendering, which is violence, which is a crime. Well, let me give you a fucking slippery slope argument that is justified in its, in its argumentation. What happens when people just start saying I'm a Christian and they're not Christians, for example, or I'm a I give the Muslim argument, and now you have people saying they're Muslim and doing things while labeling themselves as a Muslim. Now you have people ruining the the visual of that faith and all that shit. Like, how far does that get to, get allowed to go? How far before we just get into stupid land? I, I'm a Muslim, but you don't practice the Muslim faith. No, I just want to be called a Muslim. Well, okay, I'm a gold medalist. See how stupid this is getting? I'm a gold medalist. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, survivor of slavery. Yeah, where's the line between your truth where's and the lying? Line? Now, what happens when we have white people saying, "Yeah, well, my ancestors were slaves, black slaves in America. My ancestors had to deal with Jim Crow." Like how long, how far before we start doing stupid shit like that, where we're just saying shit that isn't true and applying it because, it you know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we start with the pretend time and then sure. eventually we just all have the matrix to plug into where we can be all those things. You know, it's not good enough to pretend like you, you have to remake the world in your image. 
And then we have the singularity. I mean, what basically <laughs> is happening here is these people are saying that they can use whatever pronoun they want whenever they want, and you have to accept it. By the way, this person that made this original post, their their bio says, shut the fuck up, cishet. So it's completely acceptable for them to be prejudiced towards you because of your sexuality, which if we're supposed to believe that gay people don't choose their sex, then we have to also believe that straight people don't choose their sexual attraction. So you're, you're basically saying, uh, treating cis het people like pieces of shit because something they don't have a choice over. I mean, what, what exactly the fuck is going on here? No one knows. That's probably the problem, you know, is nobody knows what they want. You know, sometimes you just get kids that are having a temper tantrum and parents kind of give up. Like, what do you want? Like, I don't know. No one, there's no like, you know, final endpoint goal. It's just like a bunch of people screaming and a bunch of other people like, what do you want? And it's 10,000 different answers. Maybe now's a good time to buy stock in Zyklon B. Is that a depression medication? Yeah. Wow. Depression. Okay. <laughs> I just made that up. It sounded like one, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, what a, uh... good podcast, everyone. Hardly any dead air that time. Right. Hardly like, any game either. <laughs> Well, I mean, we we gave it like what three weeks, two weeks, with no podcast, hoping that there would be something to talk about, and there's just not really. I mean, well, let's see what's dropping. Console, console. Well, yeah, I mean, I I got Taco Bell on the way that I'm gonna have to go eat. <clears throat> I mean, I I do want to say, coming back to uh, Black Ops, is I myself am one of the excited ones for it. I can't yeah, wait. Whatever. For Black Ops. Yeah, I haven't. I'm, I'm sure. I, I think overall, now that I've had time with Black Ops Four and Modern Warfare, I was really looking forward to Modern Warfare, but I think I liked Black Ops Four better. I, I and all the things know, I didn't like, it seems like they're getting rid of in Cold War, like the having to heal yourself manually and those little gadgets and doodads are going to be toned down, and the time to kill is going to be a little lower. So. I mean, I, I've always thought of myself as a Modern Warfare player because Modern Warfare was the first Call of Duty I ever played. I didn't play the original Call of Duties. Modern Warfare was the first one I played. I always but, like first-person like, shooters that use modern weapons, and Black Ops generally uses modern weapons, even if they're not true-to-life well, accurate. I've always been more of like a historic FPS game guy, but... I still like modern games, but I realized that my like my top two favorite Call of Duty games were made by Treyarch. It's Black Ops 1 and Call of Duty uh, World at War. Those were my two favorite Call of Duties, and it's just like, well, if Treyarch made two of my favorite Call of Duty games, then, you know, hopefully they won't fail me this time, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, they're also getting rid of... Uh a lot of the flinching. So you won't get those accidental headshots. Like how many times do you shoot a sniper? Like four times and they just blast you in the head because they got lucky. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. So big releases coming in September. 
prices remastered. Whatever. Seems like what? I can just look at my Opera GX browser and see what's coming up. In October, we got uh, let's see, World of Warcraft Shadow Two. That's tomorrow. Let's say the thirteenth. There's a lot of things on this list I'm not talking about because it's for like the Nintendo. Prices Prices Remastered is seventeenth September. Or like some random shit or whatever. Who gives a fuck about Cloud Punk? FIFA 21. Serious Sam 4, September 23rd. Mafia Definitive Edition, September 24th. Oh, yeah, I got that pre-ordered. The Walking Dead Onslaught, September 28th. Ordered Mafia Definitive Edition? Yeah. So here's the thing. We've pre-ordered already World of Warcraft Shadowlands. That's 27th. That's the only thing on the horizon that we would be interested in playing. Then Watch Dogs Legion comes out the 29th. In my opinion, it's not a buy right out of the gate kind of game. It's just another old Ubisoft game. Jurassic World Evolution Complete Edition comes out the 3rd of November. And here's the problem. November is a cyberpunk doozy of a month. You have Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the 10th. Uh, If you're an idiot, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Um, Oh, yeah, that's next week. We'll talk about that shit. Too late now. Now, you here's something also to think about. The Xbox Series X is out in November. Uh, I don't know about the PlayStation Five; it hasn't gotten a release date yet. So some of these games are coming out on that. Yakuza Like a Dragon is November 10th. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is the 13th of November, and then Cyberpunk is the 19th. <clears throat> so it's it's kind of rough. That's a lot. That's a lot of money to draw. Fine. Look, between World of Warcraft and the Call of Duties, you have enough filler material. Cyberpunk's going to take up probably a bunch of time, but Cyberpunk, I think I'm just going to take it slow, not try to rush through it. You know, fuck that. I'm going hard on it. I mean, it's single player, right? So you can do that. You can do it. (laughs) I'm involving myself for like days and days in that fucking game. And it's going to have replayability to it. I love fucking games. Here's the thing is I always try to make plans like which games I'm going to play and which ones I'm not. And what always ends up happening is I get tired of the game. I'm just going to try to, you know, look within and see what I actually feel like playing. I mean, I'd still go back and play fallout 76, but after like three weeks of that, I just, I wanted better shooting. So I was like, you know what? I, don't think I the know I sh- we had a good time together. We just we just went and did something else. That's all it was. Well, I mean, me specifically, I was sitting there playing by myself one day with not a whole lot to do, and uh, I just wanted to shoot things. So I started playing Call of Duty again, and that's and basically my filler. Shit. When I can't think of anything else to play, I just we'll probably go, go back to seventy six sometimes in December. I imagine because listen, that's a good game to play with friends. Black Ops, Cold War, whatever, man. I just, I'm, as I get older, I'm kind of getting done with the whole multiplayer kill another team of other players shit. It just, unless it's something interesting, like Rainbow Six, I can get behind because there's, you know, it's got like a kind of a, a system to it that's interesting where I can play a different character every time and the game feels a little different. You know, maybe I have like a special ability or something. That's what I like about Overwatch. The only problem with Overwatch is the time to kill fucking sucks. 
uh, and then you get these people that are just tryhards that play nothing but Tracer all the time, and they just destroy you no matter what. And it's very team-based, so you, you have to depend on other players. Whereas something like Rainbow Six, I can, I can depend on myself. I could wipe out a whole fucking team if I'm good enough. You know, and it's not like it's not like uh, Call of Duty where it's kind of the same thing over and over. Call of Duty is one of those games where uh, it's fun to jump into from time to time. I wouldn't say as much as you guys have been playing. You guys have this thing where you like you'll pick a gun and then you'll level it up all the way to get the skins for it and stuff. And for me, that's difficult to do because I'm just thinking like, why? Why would I do that? I have no reason to do. I'm not going to use the skin. The skin either looks like shit or it's like. It's just a skin. It's not, it does, I mean, gun skins to me, and I get that, you know, Counter-Strike did it with knives and guns and shit like that, having the skins on it. I understand it, but for me personally, it's not a thing. I prefer like character skins because I think that has more of a draw to it than, than just the weapon skins. Well, themselves. the weapon skins I get to see, you know, character yeah, skins just for everyone else. No, I don't really, I can't answer that question. I don't even really know why. It just gives me something to do. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Call of and Duty the thing is, is, is like, as much as we bitch about it and bitch about rocket launches and riot shields, it's usually because it, there's kind of like a semi-voluntary block on the realization that we're going to need to do that. <laughs> so we start yeah, with think, like the actual think, guns. And then by the time we're 80, 90% there, like, well, we can't just stop now. I guess we'll do rocket launchers and riot shields. Fuck. I think Call of Duty is very much like Destiny in that it's easy to get pulled into. Um in terms of the shooting is fun. It's just, there's a lot of systems that need a lot of work. And for, unfortunately that game's never going to do anything like that because the fan base keeps just asking for the same, but more. Yeah. And it's I'm funny because when they announced oh. cold war, everyone was like, this just looks like more of the same. Yes. Are we yeah, just now realizing that after 20 fucking years of the same game over and over? Yeah. I just, I mean, I would, it's like battlefield for me is a love and hate relationship because Battlefield has the potential to be good when you look at something like Battlefield well, 4. They're, they're teasing the Battlefield 6 be as being a modern type Battlefield, so that's good. That's cool, but they're still going to have to fix some of the systems. Like The reason why 4 was good wasn't necessarily because it was modern. Yeah, that meant more unlocks and better well, weapons. Well, they pulled the plug on Battlefield 5 realizing that there, there's it's just not the success they were hoping for. So. The problem is just stupid decisions they make where they attach guns to certain classes, so they're like, ah, shit, how do we... How do we balance this class that can heal itself and everybody else? We'll try to give it these weapons, and then that doesn't work, so they try to give it these weapons. It's like, just stop making the classes about the guns and make the classes about the ability. And and stop trying to nerf sniper rifles. It's already it's not like fucking Call of Duty where it's a hit scan weapon, basically, and you just you can quick scope and stuff. You can't do that in Battlefield. You know, you have to aim down your sights and take your time and lead the target and account for drop and shit like that like that's not easy to do i don't understand how people are upset about that i've never ever ever played battlefield and got shot by a sniper from 300 meters or more and been like fucking bullshit this is bullshit i'll tell you what's bullshit in those games when a guy is like tapping you with a fucking assault rifle from the same distance you have a scoped weapon and he's winning the fight or a, a guy just comes around a corner with a fucking shotgun and blasts you into oblivion in one hit after you loaded him up a couple times. Or you or you you pop a you have a sniper rifle with no scope on it and you pop a dude in the chest and then he just pulls his fucking 
SMG up and brrr, and you're dead, but he's fine with a fucking hole in his chest the size of. Texas. I think the thing that might piss me off more than anything else in Call of Duty is when someone comes around a corner and I just like hit him in the face three times with a submachine gun and they'd run right through it and knife me. Ugh. Fucking video games, man, get combat so fucking wrong time and again because the people that make combat video games don't fucking shoot guns. They don't do anything. You know, Hideo Kojima is a fucking brilliant game developer, not because he's crazy, not because he has stupid, crazy ideas, but because he's the kind of guy that'll bring an entire SWAT team in to train his fucking guys. Doesn't matter what your job is. Doesn't matter if you're a coder, a modeler, a fucking art guy. You're going in there and you're going to learn how to breach rooms. You're going to learn how to communicate. And then what does that look like? Why why was Metal Look at Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3. Fucking masterpieces for their time. Yeah, I also don't know what happened to Metal Gear Solid 5. I don't I, I also don't get it. I don't know why it was weird. Maybe it was some weird open world kind of thing and that's why they didn't do that. Maybe it was this idea that they didn't have those tactics back then. Who fucking knows. Point is you look at Metal Gear Solid 2, he had his whole team get trained on breach tactics and all this shit. And look at Metal Gear Solid 2. You fucking, they, they breach rooms. You'll be hiding in a room and they'll just be fucking slowly breaching a room, checking corners, moving through, searching for you. It's, it's intimidating. It's interesting. They go out and shoot guns. They know how the guns react and how the guns behave. These modern day developers don't do that. If you think for a second that people at Treyarch are shooting guns, you're out of your fucking mind. Right, they live in California, where you can barely fucking get a gun to save your life, and they're just not out there shooting guns. They're not, they're not doing any kind of any kind of running courses, urban environments, whatever. They're not running any kind of courses to see what it would be like to actually run and jump and dive onto your fucking stomach and try to shoot somebody. They're not doing that. They're yeah, Activision should just fucking hire us to run over. shit. We don't have any skills they could use, like coding or anything like that. But I'll do it for free, just to put it on my resume. I'll do it for free. Well, hey, Taco Bell it. has arrived, so let's ramp it up. You guys go first. Closing thoughts. Uh, you can go to uh, Mike on twitch.tv and go down to his about and follow his link to his merch store, or you can buy a sports bra, whether you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. Maybe you're overweight and got titties as well as a man. Man titties. I wear three. Man boobs. Go go buy a sports bra where you can. It's totally appropriate. It's got the logos over the nipples. This is great for if you have nipples like mine, where they uh, get hard they when they're cold. A little bit. <laughs> Built-in nipple covers. You're welcome. I'm an innovator. I never, I never understood why why bigger men wear uh, wife beaters underneath their clothes until I gain some weight. Now I get it. <laughs> okay, that's what I was gonna say, but cool. <laughs> Monty's turn. Hi, I'm Monty, and I approve this message. Yeah, he says he says vote for me, not me. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say vote for me, but Monty says vote for me, and Monty's a good guy. People like Monty say vote for Donald Trump, but you know what? If that's what you want to do, that's your God-given American constitutional right, and you're allowed to do that. Hey, and you know what? If you want to... It's your right. If you want to vote for a pedophile like Joe Biden, go right ahead and do it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's kind of illegal, probably, but it's okay. You can do it. You can do it. Right, Monty? Oh. All right. So I've went through a name change. Find me at twitch.tv slash milk toast Mike. You can now buy merch. 
If you got any ideas you think it would be funny, let me know. I'll add it. It's pretty easy to add stuff. And there'll be more stuff on there. You can buy a giant sack to sit on. You can buy the nipple bra. Many, many things. So go check me out there. I'm trying to get back into streaming. So what? China. You can say you can buy Mike's giant sack. Uh Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. It's the biggest one. It's the biggest. End it. Uh, I mean, okay then. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check out my Twitch stream. Oh, you and you'll hear us next time. Gunshot. Okay then. Right.